Welcome to Cybercast. And this one is zero to zero, correct? Yeah. And on the on this call we have we have Ty. Yeah. What's up? We have Dick. Hey, what's going on? We have Tosh. Oh yeah. And uh, this week we have an uh, extra person, CT. Welcome to the Cybercast. Thanks for having me. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I am a person on the internet. Uh, <laughs> not much else to say. I'm, well, you're the person. General, uh, you're the person who we we keep telling people to go follow for anime. Uh, yes. On on, on, well, on Twitter. Uh, indeed, I've heard the uh, shoutouts from the past few episodes, so uh, I hope I won't disappoint you in that regard <laughs> later. But uh, there's more important stuff to talk about first. Cool. I don't uh, precisely do anything online. I'm just sort of a general, uh, you know, IT wonk in real life. Uh And online, I just chat with people. So, like you. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yes, and I enjoyed, you know, chatting with you. It's very cool. Thanks. And, uh, yeah, thanks for being on with us. Sure. Uh, Yeah, and this week we're going to talk about the uh, Apple event that was September the 9th. Was it 9-9-14? Yeah. But um, shouldn't they we announce have a something? moment of silence first? Yeah. Say it again? Shouldn't we have a moment of silence first? For the iPod? Yeah. Hmm. No? Okay. But you I- go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, so the iPod, the iPod is dead. Yeah, sadly. Hmm. Is it sadly, though? I mean, it's, I don't know, to me it's been dead for a while. Yeah, yeah but... But it kind of started bringing Apple to the masses, right? True. Sure. It did its job. It it did its job, Dick. Yeah. Yeah. True. Dick, grandpa Dick, has you... the grandpa has the retirement he deserves. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm surprised. But do you think maybe? I mean, they they basically grandpa disappeared, sort of in the you know silent in the middle of the night, right? <laughs> Are, are so you good. suggesting some manner of euthanasia went on? <laughs> I mean, that's I'm wondering. You know, all, all of a sudden, Grandpa just you know disappeared. Yeah, yeah we yeah. just don't talk about that's, it anymore. We, he, yeah. went, he went to a farm upstate, <laughs> living happily. Uh, also, there, there were no bullets in the head uh, involved in this, right? Oh boy. Okay. Ah. Did they officially announce that, or it just they just never? It's, it's, it's they just not on the page it. anymore, right? Yeah, exactly. Just pulled from the store. Yes, yes. Hey, Dick, put your volume up just ever so slightly. Just ever so slightly. Okay. Okay, so we had a moment of sound. <laughs> Thanks for making me sad, Ty. Um, so the You're Apple welcome. event was September the 9th. Um, this was a pretty big event. You guys, you guys saw the this, this stream or part of the stream? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it at all. Yeah. It it was killing me, so uh, I just ignored it until uh, when I could stream it later on in the afternoon. So I got it about five hours later. Five hours later, so you you actually enjoyed it better more than you know than people who actually try to watch the whole thing. Right? <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> like, much, yeah. I I think I heard your screaming from Slack. Oh yeah, was, uh... <laughs> yeah. It was it successful the streaming. It was not quite successful. No, I wouldn't call it a success. No. Um, so- it, it was odd. It had Chinese over dubbing of over the, the you know the actual uh, what do you call this uh, event uh, live stream yeah live stream 
It's weird. But hey. what they what they did announce was uh, pretty exciting. Yeah. Let's get into it. Okay, cool. So, uh, you know, when when uh, I almost call him Jobs, jeez, when Cook started, he actually didn't even go into the numbers, which I was rather shocked by. He just that dived right into it. Was that? That was kind of yeah, weird. Yeah, he wasn't jump straight through it, right? Yeah. I think he was too excited about the stuff he, that he had to show. Yeah. I'm, I actually was kind of happy to, to get right down to it. And he, what I she mean, said. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, Ty, why don't you, uh, you know, why don't you tell us what, uh, you saw the whole thing, right, Ty? Uh, yeah, I saw most of it. Most of it. Uh, yeah. Tosh? Um, I, I saw the thing afterwards, not Af- live, but afterwards. Uh, okay. So yeah, but I did, I did get to see the whole thing. Okay. So basically, you know, Apple came out, they announced two iPhones, a six and a six plus, yes. um, you know, 4.7 and 5.5 inches. Mm-hmm. Yes. Indeed. Uh, you know, uh, CT, are you getting any of the new iPhones? Uh, I am not. I'm on the 5S cycle anyway. Okay. So, uh, also, I think the AT&T upgrade plan, if I were to switch over that, would uh, kill my... Uh, yeah, unlimited. My grandfathered unlimited data, which I've kept from the uh, iPhone 3G days. Right. So... Uh, and, and you use, like, about uh, 8 gigs a month, right? <laughs> I abuse the heck out of that thing. So, yeah, yeah for me, well, it, uh, it then turns into spending a lot more money or switching carriers and uh, figuring out what to do. So right. I figure I'll let it run for a bit okay, and cool. uh, see what happens next. next With year. the next run, yes. Yep. And Ty, uh, any any switching back from your, you know, Galaxy Note 3? What is it called? Is that called Note 3? The... Yeah, I got the Note 3. Right. Um, No, I'm not going to switch over. I'm still in my contract for at least a year. And if you weren't? If I weren't, mm, I I would have to feel the iPhone in my hand first. Okay. Really get to play with it again and really get the feel for it. And then I might switch. I might, just might, but uh, I'm not too happy about a couple of things concerning that. Though. Okay, we'll get into that in a second. So yeah. just quickly, Tosh, uh, switching, uh, I know you're still in your contract but you, right. you're not gonna break it, right? Well, if if I were not on a contract, I I would have to see it in in action first. Okay, and and especially feel it in my hands, see how the size factors Come, into the whole thing. The two different sizes. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I, I I would go for the four point seven probably, but still, I have I'd have to see it. Okay, and uh, Dick, you're switching from your Moto. Uh, Whatever it would actually be switching. Um, I was actually going to, I, I, I was, I was going to have an announcement on the show. I was going to have a pre-ordered one already. <laughs> <laughs> and what but happened? You, it didn't. I, I didn't go through with it. Oh, I'm, oh I, I, I don't know if I'm fully sold, man. The thing is, I, I I'm probably going to get it because I won't be switching because I'm using a work phone only oh, right now. Okay, I see. So it'd be uh, actually, well, I, I would be switching to Apple. Android, but it's not like I'll be switching my personal phone. It'd be like I'll be getting my personal phone, and it'll be an iPhone. So, so Dick, hold on. Mm-hmm. You don't love the show enough to actually go through this. You should have. This would have been breaking news for us. Uh, yeah, but it was, 
<laughs> well, it would have been like one of those things, you know? <laughs> yeah. CT, what are you saying? Uh, considering the uh, cries of anguish that I saw on my uh, Twitter stream pretty much the entire time that once pre-orders opened oh, boy. and the Ooh. Apple side uh, not being able to handle it. Oh. I've experienced that once before and switched to where if I'm going for it, I'll wait a month. Yeah. I'll wait for stock to come in. I don't fight pre-order madness. I don't have to decide whether or not to get the model that I don't want just because I want to get it right away. And of mm. course, with this, then you can get to take a look at it in the store and in play store. around yeah. with it and feel and, uh, and decide what to do with it. Well, Very you know, you know, what's, what's funny. Uh, go ahead, Dick. That's, that's a good point. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. But you know, it's funny, right? So when the, when the Retina Mini came out, you know, everybody was, was ordering it when, when they finally allowed, you know, when they finally became available and everybody went nuts ordering it. I just walked into the store and bought one. <laughs> <laughs> they said, Oh yeah, shipping just came in. I was, I was like, okay, I always get a 32. Let me get a 32. And that was it. <laughs> Amusingly, I figured out a good way to do it is actually to go to, uh, like for me, a branded AT&T store uh-huh. instead of the Apple store. The, the first one, I waited in line for the 3G outside of an Apple store. It was going outside the mall. It was that Ooh. kind of thing. I, I waited for a long time, and, and it was fun to hang out, and, you know, you get that palpable excitement. Yeah. But after that, it was like I tried pre-ordering once and fought a lot of stuff and then moved to let me just get it from an AT&T store because they're not as busy. Yeah. That almost no one goes into those, especially if you get one that's just at a strip mall. A strip mall, exactly. Off to the side. Uh, And New Jersey is filled with strip malls. So (laughs) (laughs) I could pick and choose from any of those. So I just go in a little late and go directly to them and have no issues. Cool. Yeah. They got entire malls. We just had the clubs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, so I, I actually don't buy phones on contract. So I would have to basically wait for Apple to get them in stock or break my contract if I do buy one and just pay off, you know, the difference. So I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of stuck having to get it from Apple because AT&T won't give you an unlocked version. Well, they, they do have their thing. What do they call it? The The jump? Uh, their jump plan or something. One of one of my it's friends T-Mobile, isn't that. Oh, T-Mobile. Yeah, they have the uh, Next or something like that. AT&T Next, Next I think is right. what they called their plan. My friend started moving to that because he was uh getting a, an iPhone for his significant other and then looked at it himself. And what they were doing, it just seemed stupid to not upgrade through it. He didn't do anything with his old phones anyway. Mm. The cost wouldn't be a whole lot to move up. Uh, but you have to give up your phone, or or yes, you do. That's, yeah, that's part of it. Is you give up your uh, phone, they will put it through. They will get some used value out of reselling that, right. like other people. And mm-hmm. I've I've certainly sold my phone to uh, uh, to other places. In fact, the last phone when I uh, upgraded the 5s, my 4s, and my iPad three went to GameStop because that was right before, like, the PS4 launched. Oh, so that's what Everything you got else. your PS4 with? That's what I got, yeah. Cool. Because they had, like, 50% additional store oh, credit. Oh, on top of that. And that's mm. the only time that I would ever be spending that much all at once. So right, I right. actually turned them around for quite a lot and oh. picked up an, an iPad Air and the 5S. So. 
I actually, I actually looked into the T-Mobile store. So T-Mobile gives you the ability to buy the phone without a contract. Um, yeah. And then, of course, then Cricket, the company I'm with, if you bring the phone to them, you know, you bring the the number over to them, they give you a hundred dollars worth of like, you know, uh, bill billing money. Bill credit. Mm. Yeah, bill credit. So, but uh, the thing about it is that I'd ra- I'd rather just go through and just get my phone unlocked. Like, just don't. I don't want to have to deal with the hassle of of having to go get you know get my phone unlocked from T-Mobile or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Alright, so the the specs on this the, the iPhone six. Uh, I'm pretty sure everybody's read about it online. Uh, yeah. But we have the the six, uh, which is just a four point seven, and then the, well, it's not just. I mean, it's bigger than the four inch that we had before, and then we had the the six plus, which is a five point five, mm-hmm. which seemed really big to me that when I saw bad. all of the, the mockups online. <laughs> and I, of course, always said. On to you guys that whichever one has the be- better camera is what I will get. Yep. And then I got cold feet. <laughs> <laughs> really? Well, what, what's what's the difference other than the uh, physical optical image? That's basically it, and and also the fact that the resolution is higher on the uh, the screen itself, right? It uh, sure. it, it scales down to. Um, and, and, but you could also not ha- you could also use it unscaled, correct? If I'm uh, if I'm understanding that correctly. The, uh, what with the with the uh, the six zoom uh, the six plus yeah the zoom you can like use it where the, basically the the icons just become bigger right I think as of, I remember yeah. reading it somewhere I, right that uh, that seems to be a thing so that'll that'll help with uh, visualization exactly uh, and, uh, it's kind of another accessibility feature right exactly <laughs> which is good. Exactly. I mean, yeah, Apple cares about accessibility. That 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 is one thing that you you could never say about Apple that they don't care about it. The the features for 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 accessibility are really good. Right. It's it's been highlighted since the beginning. Exactly. Um. So so again, like I said, I would go for the bigger one if it had the better camera. And now I'll care. Uh. uh you know, of course, I have cold feet. Um. <laughs> But I actually, uh, one of my coworkers yesterday has a a, a, a Note 3, and yeah. it is a 5.7 inch phone, right? Yeah, true. It it fits and it fits in my pocket. I don't know. So that is all it took for <laughs> Apple to come out with with a, a 5.5 <laughs> for you to try it out to see if it fits in your pocket. No, actually, I I tried holding uh, ties in my hand. I've never actually thought about owning a phone that big, so I never, you know. <laughs> Is that, that's going to be our title. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now, now here's the key question, though: okay. Are you a uh, skinny jeans wearer? I am. Ah, uh-huh. because I know I know you wear you wear um, like tactical uh, pants, right? Um, yeah, yeah. So no, you... I have my dedicated iPhone pocket. I, I know I could fit it. It's more a thing of when I'm sit. Uh, sitting down or other stuff, would it remain comfortable? Uh, would it pull against the material one way or the other? If I'm in motion, is it going to slap against the side of a, a counter or a table while I'm doing stuff? Because right. I end up crawling around all day too. Right, right. Yeah, it's a tough one. I'm gonna have to go to the store to hold them myself. The, you know, the actual because the curve, the curvature of the the, the Note Three is not comfortable in my hand. And and it looks like the, the curvature on the iPhone six and six plus are are gentler on your on the inside of your, your palm. Yeah, but the Note three doesn't have a lot of curves to it. 
it's square, right? It's square and it has a little tapering like off, but it's nothing like the the current iPhone. Right? No, it's not as sharp as the current iPhone, but it's definitely it, it's it's it doesn't. It, I mean, the size size wise, five point seven fit in my pockets just fine. And I was actually not wearing my tightest pants that day, so maybe I should wear tighter pants next time when I see her. Um, <laughs> Okay, that, that, didn't, that didn't come out as, right. As, <laughs> as tight as possible. <laughs> as, as tight as possible. So you can see how happy you are. Huh? Oh, gosh. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't the, the Note 3 have a camera protrusion as well? Does yeah. it, uh, uh, Ty? Yeah, it protrudes as well. It's in the but middle, it right? A little, uh, yeah, it's in the middle, but it protrudes a little different than uh, on the iPhone. Because basically on the iPhone, it's just the lens that's protruding, right? Yeah. Right. And on the Note 3, the lens plus the LED flashlight are in this little protruding bulb thing. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Does that ever interfere, you know, catch on the side of uh, your pocket or um, you know, annoy I, you a little when you're setting it down on the uh, table? I actually use a case, so it's not an issue for me. But when I used it without a case, um, I kind of had a little bit of issue with it because mm. if you set it down on the table, it it does catch on the little protrusion. Okay. But it's built in such a way that the actual lens is the farthest way from the table. Okay, but but it has a gradual sloping to the actual bump, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah, d- does that does that protrusion bother any of you guys? Uh, you know, Dick, does it bother you? No. Uh, Tosh, it, it bothers you, right? No, it, no, no. I was the opposite for me. Remember, I, during the last few shows that we did talk about cameras, I actually welcomed welcomed it. If they're gonna go with a thinner phone, I'd rather them sacrifice that part to give us a better camera than to say, yeah, we're gonna make it flush so, and then give us. Did a you cracker. say you don't like you don't like it as well? Who I said that? I thought so. No, I never said that. I, I I remember doing whichever show we talked about this. I said that I would rather them have it ex- extending out. R- Tosh, do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, that, that was the point that you made. Yeah, because I would rather yeah. it, just like I, I said in the iPod Touch, it actually looked okay to me. I I would rather it. Um, come I, mean, I remember out. you saying that for the iPhone. Yeah. Yeah, because but the I, th- I that think if, we're talking about another phone that had that, and you you were you uh, wanted that that. On board. Well, I said that the Nokia has an, a protruding lens, and it's really big. And I was, uh, I stated that Apple, I'm sure, would not make it as big as the Nokia 1020. Mm. But what I don't like though is that the iPhone 6 has become dinner yet again, and the 6 Plus as well. Like, I, well, with the 6 Plus, it's vegetable, right? It's not that much thinner than the 5s. No, but it's still thinner than a 5S. But it has larger service area for the bat- for basically more more area for for the battery. It has better battery life. I know, but I don't want these phones to become thinner. It's thin enough. Yeah, but the thing is that if you're going to go to 5.5, having it with the nice rounded edges and being as thin as it is probably feels <laughs> smaller in your hand than No, it- I, I don't care about that. I don't I just don't want it to be thinner because that that's what it constantly be, be doing is making it thinner and thinner and next it's thing you know get, it's just it's not gonna get paper thin though 
I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, hey, you never it'll know. stop somewhere. And that the thing is, now you put a case, <laughs> put a case on it. Yeah, but like the the six is what six point five or six point eight millimeters? Like really? Six point nine. Yeah, six point nine. It's, it's that's what you call sexy, man. It's beautiful. <laughs> I I I am okay with them going thinner, especially because they did not sacrifice the camera. They didn't say, "Hey, we're gonna make this flush, and we're gonna give you a crappier camera." So Clay, you're fine with the curves? Well, do we? Yeah, I am. Go ahead, CT. Uh, do we know how thick the uh, camera protrusion is? I think the, the camera protrusion, from what I've seen, looks like it's isn't it equal to what what the five is? Doesn't it come out as far as what the the width of the five the the what do you call the Z the what do you call? So it? it's about uh, point. 0.7 millimeters? Is it actually that thick? Because that, that's the thinness difference between the uh, 5 and the 6. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. But, I hope not. Yeah, I'm not, I don't I don't recall. I figured it, it looked kind of like half a millimeter, but, you know, how do you measure that? Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, how many people went to the event with calipers? <laughs> <laughs> The thing is that the case that they made for this thing does does the case make it? Fl- I mean, I didn't get to see this, but does the case make the camera flush with the case like it does with the iPod Touch? Because because the iPod Touch case does make the camera flush with the case, right? If I remember correctly, I would assume so. It so, will make a lot of sense. So there you go, boom! It's you know they made it thinner to make it more flush with the case. See, Johnny really? Hive thinks ahead. Really, <laughs> really. Yes. So that Apple sounds kind of fanboyish of you, uh, Clay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. Wow. If, if I were, if I were they to do vote, no wrong, guys, CT. If I were to vote for the overall thing, I would rather, like, my monkey brain prefers the entirely smooth back. Right. Uh, so I would rather it maintain that its thickness. Uh, it's already light enough. The uh, the six has about the same volume as the four S, but is still lighter than it. So it could, like thinness to me doesn't matter nearly as much as weight would overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, four point seven inch phone, you expect it to be uh, decently uh, more decently heavier, and it's not uh, even with an all metal thing. It's not anywhere near what the uh, HTC, the new HTC One. One, yeah. That? That, that's a brick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, because I do keep my phone case most of the time, it ultimately wouldn't matter much, because whatever case I use, even if the Apple One doesn't, I would definitely use a case. What what that, uh, what case do you use now? Uh, well, yeah, I'm using... It's not an OtterBox, uh, let's just say that, right? No, no, no. Okay. It's, a, it's a Svelte uh, thing, just sort of a spigeon uh, slim case. Okay. So it's very slim, and it's really there because what I do, I occasionally drop the phone. I would rather not mess up any part of it. Right. Uh, but the other thing is when I set it down on my table at work and other stuff with a flat surface, it can trap dust underneath and scratch and other stuff. So yes, uh, yes. I just keep it there. When I uh, returned all of my gear last time and traded it in, they were completely new condition oh. because I would use cases on for the most part so I got the maximum value out of it too right so, so, I, so I don't Gazelle would love you then <laughs> yes yeah. uh, so I don't 
see that behavior changing, so ultimately it does not matter a whole lot to me, but I still loved, like with the 4S, pulling it out of the case and just rubbing my thumb over the back I, of it. I, can, can I, I still... Can, can I just, can I be honest with you? Yeah. It, I, I do it all the time. I, I take it out, <laughs> I have it in the case, I take it out it all would... the time and it feels so good. <laughs> I, uh, I I wish they could go back to the fours design for it. I I like the metal and glass. Yeah, it, it was altogether. really nice. So if they can if they can figure out a way to uh, bring that back without the weight of it, that would uh, it does feel a huge difference. Me. The the difference in the the four S and like the five or five S is huge, though, right? Yeah, that was like twenty five grams. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did. That, that's the exact switch that I made mm-hmm. uh, when I when I went to the five S. And yeah, it's significant. It's significant, <laughs> yeah. But it it kind of feels like your uh, your five S is uh, when you when you move to that, it feels like it's a snappable wafer. <laughs> like, wow, this is so light. And yeah, it's bigger and way lighter. It's like a dummy like, phone almost. Huh. <laughs> yeah, cardboard insert. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah we. So- it, by the way, any of you guys printed out these mock-ups of the iPhone six and six plus to see if no. nobody. Well, I know I'm not going for a new one this year anyway, so I'll just look at them in the store. In the store, yeah. Exactly. That makes no, more sense to me. No, <laughs> no need to mock up what you can hold in your hand. True. Exactly. I agree. Well, which one would be the best to buy? You're asking yourself? You go ahead, go you and answer. <laughs> uh, well, so basically the difference between the 6 and the Plus is OIS, screen size, and the plus has a little bit of uh software tweaks, right? In terms of uh two pane uh menus and stuff like that. Don't right? they both have that? And no. Oh I it's just the plus that okay. has like the uh side by side view. Oh I see, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's basically the only difference, right? Plus the battery. The battery uh, and also the the, the resolution so everything. On the screen. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, and it's a little bit heavier, but the battery. Yeah. I don't care about the heaviness. I actually like a heavier phone. Okay. Uh, so for me, since I already have a big device, <laughs> I will probably go with a five point five. Oh, okay. Plus, and the thing is, the resolution I really wanted to have. I wish the six had ten eighty p as well. Is that ten? Mm-hmm. So the six oh. is what seven twenty p? Seven fifty. Oh, seven fifty. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. Is that what does that mean exactly? <laughs> it, I think it just means that it's an even it's a particular uh, resolution that is easier and better for them to scale to. Okay. Yeah. So if you're watching a 720p like source video on there, what will it look like? Will you have black bars or not? I think you will. You will, but on the 1080p device, if you're watching 720 or 1080p, you won't have black bars then. No. Depending on the quality, they, they mentioned that they have, you know, a desktop class scaler in here. Uh-huh. And, uh, like the, the Xboxes and Playstations have had that before. So they can fudge resolutions to a very small degree. Like here's 690p, which is scaled up to, uh, 720p. They, mm. they can go at very small increments. So if it's good enough, they may well scale it anyway because it looks good enough. Right. Okay. Mm. Uh but that that'll be a uh, you know proof of operation kind of thing. Yeah. We can't re- we can't really judge that. Right, right. 
Yeah. So here comes my big gripe. So I'm going, I would go for the plus, right? Okay. But you have the choice of 16 gigs, 64 <laughs> gigs, and 128. <laughs> yes. I'm like, yeah, I know. 16 gig is not enough for me, period. For you, though, but, you're, you're, you're your case scenario you're talking about here. For anybody. But, like, the thing is, why scale up the mid, mid one and the top one, but not the lower one, right? No, Just so what they got to 16, it's, it's make a, it 32, 64, 128. As simple as that, it's, right? I, I kind of agree with that, though. Wait, I see right, why. See. I, I think it makes it more accessible for more people, but I don't think it's necessary to have 16. The thing is that if they had 32, 64, and 128, nobody would buy anything besides the one, the 32. 32 would be the only one that would sell unless it sold out and then people would have to say, well, I guess I'll get the 64. You're right. I'm not, I'm well, I'm not talking about well. nerds here. I'm talking about the average person. <laughs> <laughs> We're not, yeah, I, I know, I know about that. And like marketing wise, it makes a lot of sense. Wait, for a hundred bucks extra, I get 64 instead of 16. Hmm. I'm going to just pay that hundred bucks. I know. That make marketing wise, that makes a lot of sense. But for me personally, like, I feel like it's kind of a ripoff. <laughs> Sorry to say. It, it does steer a bit too close to what you might consider profiteering from it. So it, it looks like a, uh, bad move because they're saving between 16 and 32 on all of the phones. And they're kind of forcing you into, well, if you want more than this thing that you've run out to, you have to upgrade to 64, which you probably will never need. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's, it's likely a very intelligent move on their part. I, <laughs> I think so. No, marketing it, was, yeah, it's not sure. a perfect marketing move. No, it's not. Uh, I, I mean, I was talking to, uh, uh, who was I talking to on Twitter? A few people about this and, I think I, I, I had tweeted at the Simpco actually asking him what he thought about this, uh, Horace did you, and asked if maybe this lower end phone, right, 16 gigabytes would be desirable for business, for businesses. Cause businesses no. buy phones for their, for their employees, right? A lot of businesses do, right? Like Uber? Like, like who? Uber? Oh, they buy, yeah, they do buy phones for the, the drivers, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. so, oh, it, huh? it it doesn't really matter though. It's not like the sixteen is a one hundred dollar tier phone. They didn't lower the price of it to make it appeal. They'd be getting the entry level. It's all about the way in which Apple just made that entry level continue to Stay feel very uh memory pinched. Right. So yeah. there there's certainly nothing stopping them from going thirty two sixty four one twenty eight. But but do you but do you agree though if they had gone thirty two sixty four uh one twenty eight that basically you would you probably would never they would probably not sell sixty four they would sell one twenty eight to people who really want the space and then thirty two for everybody else yeah quite possibly I mean you know that's you know some marketing would, uh, so, go ahead sorry oh the, it it would definitely uh, sway the uh, SKU sales numbers but, right. Uh, I mean, me, I would have bought a 60, I always buy the middle, um, and I would have bought, you know, I always go for the, the middle path, and I would have bought the 64 anyways, if it was, if it was 32, 64, 128. Um, it's, it, you know, it's just simpler that way. Um, and that's why, like, this, this whole, I, I, I don't know, like, 
with Apple having one phone in the past, it made it so much, it made it so easy for me to just decide, okay, it's, it's always going to be 32 gigabytes. And which do I get unlocked or, or, or do I get a contract? D- those were my options. It's, it's always going to be slate gray. I considered mm. maybe gold, but, uh, I don't no, like the white phone. Oh, don't do that. Why don't not? That. A lot of people say it looks disgusting. I, I, I think it looks beautiful. I think it looks pink. You think it looks pink? Like rose gold. I like it. It looks good. It matches really my, good. my, it matches my, some of my hairs. I like it. Yeah, I like it too. Okay, I would go black. Well, of course, talk talking about the uh, memory SKUs before uh-huh. we get off that. Yeah, there's nothing stopping them from saying, "Why do we need three memory points? Why don't we just have two of them? Like thirty-two or one twenty-eight? Okay, so thirty-two, one twenty-eight. It would it, it would. They don't have to make it only a hundred more. They can obviously make it still. You know, two hundred more. Or, so or what are we what are we talking about? Then one ninety nine and what three ninety nine? Yeah, either that or or even three fifty might be the kind of thing where two hundred is harder for people to rationalize than than uh, you know one fifty or one hundred dollar jump. Right. So they might actually encourage enough people into the highest one, which is probably. They likely don't get a whole lot of people buying maximum, you know, yeah. on their iPhones all the time. Yeah, only people like you. Uh, uh, people like me. Yeah. I have not yet bought anything without maximum memory in it. No. So, uh, so that even that, the iPad. Even the iPads. I have a 128. Wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sadly, sadly, the trade-in value never reflects the fact that you have, yeah. you know, Eight times the memory of <laughs> of yeah. another one. They're like, oh, okay, that's an extra three bucks for mm. you. Uh, <laughs> well, well, Sorry, what what if in that situation, right? Uh-huh. They would give you the option between a sixteen or a one twenty eight. Well, I was saying thirty two and one twenty eight. Thirty two and one twenty eight. That's not okay. That's not agreeable either, Ty. Mm, nah, I would want to see sixty four. Okay, but there. what does the note give you, Ty? I mean, I know that you have a, a SD slot. It's 32 with an SD slot, right? Uh, well, actually, the Note comes uh, base model 32 gigs. Is that the SD slot or is that the actual no, phone? No, that's, that's the actual uh, memory inside the phone. Okay, and then you that's, have an SD slot. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And there's also an option for a 64 internal memory with an addition to a SD slot. Well, I, I mean, Apple can, Apple, you know, Apple can do it. I guess that's why they're doing it. I mean, so look at uh, Amazon with their failing Fire Phone. You know, they're selling it for ninety nine cents now. They came yeah. out with thirty two gigabytes, and you know that didn't do anything for them. Apple is coming out with uh, the sixteen gigabyte, and the the plus. If you go on the Apple's website to pre order a plus, you can't. It's what four weeks or even more shipping. Uh, when yeah. the last I checked, when I tried to pre order it. Well, well. Oh, go ahead. Uh, uh, what do you guys think about the Plus name? I personally, I'm okay with the name Plus, but I don't like that they wrote the word Plus. I rather would have seen the symbol Plus. No. Why not? I, I, you got the 5S. You got the 5C. You got the 5 Plus yeah, symbol. Yeah, but, plus but Plus is like a symbol. It's not a letter. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Dick, what, did, what were you saying, Dick, just now? No, but uh, actually, it wouldn't look bad. It would be very consistent, I think. They did a but but what other pl- symbol do they have in their naming? I, I, I don't. That would be the first one, but it's it's the phone name and then just one more character. But what, what other iPhones have a, another word after it? Right, that's true. That's but the thing about it is that which other I, I, iPad had a word, and then the Air, you know. So then this is the new era of words coming after the names. Yeah, but Air is a little bit different, and you don't have a symbol for it. Yeah, but or you could make a cloud symbol, I, mean, I guess. Yeah, they they ha- they have minis. Maybe they should have called this one the Maxi. Oh man, iPad Maxi. iPad Maxi. It sounds cute, though. <laughs> Maybe to do it with the iPad. Yeah, that that Maxi. works worse with a uh, maxi pad. <laughs> iPad Maxi Air. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, okay, so 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 Ty, you have a problem. You you have a problem with the space, the, the the memory, and you have a problem with the name. Yeah. A- anything else? Anything else? Yeah. Concerning the iPhone six, uh, no, no, no. Anyone else have a problem with any of anything that has to do with the uh, the uh, any of the iPhones? Uh, t- Tosh. Um, no, no, not problems per se. Um, it's it's just a matter of figuring out whether it's the right size for me. That's all. Okay. The camera for both phones, I like. It's just the size that I have to figure out. Okay. Dick, any problems that you see with the iPhone six and the six plus? No, nah, I'll probably go with the six if I go for it. Though. Go for it. Okay, you like the smaller one. I, I'm. I have like a five inch right now. So when I first got it, it was big to me. It's becoming to look normal. Okay. Uh, but it'll it'll be right the same range. Okay. CT, uh, any problems you see with the six and the six plus? Uh, well, along with what I was talking about before, where I simply would rather have, you know, everything flush on okay. the back. I don't like the protrusion. Okay. I can get over it, and I know with a case it's not going to matter in the long run. Right. But even, you know, when when I was talking with people about the, the 5 and the 5S, and we're looking at it, and we're saying, okay, please, for the love of God, Apple, stop making your phones thinner. <laughs> this thing is tremendously <laughs> light. It's really thin. We don't need more thin. <laughs> Have yeah. more battery. And that's kind of the thing, because mm-hmm. the 6 is substantially thinner, I would rather it not be that and have substantially better battery. I don't know how much better they could get it, but but it's not like the 5 and the 5S are particularly impressive, and the stats they were showing for the 6 was, well, we're not worse. We're (laughs) 10% better. Yeah, but CT, what if you get stranded on an island and you have to catch tuna? you, You have a phone to cut the tuna with. I mean, <laughs> well, uh, oh, these these have rounded edges. There, there's no edges. Like with a chamfer, I could actually get a little bit of bite in there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, with a rounded side, what am I going to do? <laughs> All right, cool. So yeah, and for me, um, the only problem I have with the, with the announcement of these phones is that it, I, I I'm having a really hard time deciding which one I want. That's the only problem I have. I like I I'm okay with the camera. I'm okay with the thinness. Um, I'm actually amazed that the camera the sensor has, uh, has, uh, on-sensored face detect, which is something that you see in higher end, like point and shoots and, and DSLRs. Uh, 
Um, I mean, they, you know, Apple is a company. They say we care about music and, you know, they care about, you know, media and stuff like that. And photography is, is huge for them. I mean, if they, if Apple were to make a point and shoot camera, you know, with, with what, what, what they can do with this fingernail like sensor inside of this thing, it, it would be amazing. Well, they could they could make another uh, wearable out of that. Maybe they mount it to a pair of glasses, and uh, that way you get a, a nice, uh, great optical camera that's right in your your eye line the whole time. Listen, uh, if, if <laughs> the, the <laughs> Apple community like goes crazy about Google Glass, if Apple actually came out with a glass wearable, and the Apple community like. Agree, you know, agree that this was oh, this is the best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> I mean, then you know for sure, then that that's fanboyism gone like way over the top, right? <laughs> it's weird, like you know, I I don't know if you know, like CTs uh, is online more than the rest of these guys, and like it seems like this Apple community is is gotten really. I don't know. It feels like back back in the you know in early two thousand when I first when I, when I got my first Mac, and you know, we were like the minority. <laughs> Right, like, I was a fanboy then. Yeah, well, yeah, you were the fanboy then. Um, I, I, I'm not, so, I'm not so sure oh, what's going on with, with, with the community now. Like, it, you know, you, you need your, your black and white uh, presentation of things and Apple good versus Dudo evil Google. That's actually evil. I don't know. It's, uh, it's fairly silly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And you, you can like if but, you're if you're on a show if you're doing a podcast and you say anything sort of this if you're you're ha- if you're not fully aware of all the facts and you say something wrong like the apple they go crazy oh I'm never listening to this person again because they know point. not what they speak of. Well, think think about say the Xbox versus PlayStation community. People right. like even though it's pointless people like their little bits of tribalism that they can uh, dedicate themselves to they can feel more tied in to something they can express emotions more it gets tiresome and it kind of clogs twitter a lot because oh, yeah. <laughs> twitter is the the way that it morphs how you converse with people is conducive to exactly that kind of, uh, you know, grab a comment by someone and then rail off against them. And and then all of your friends basically jump on board like a bunch of, like, bees on top of honey honey that, you know. Right. Oh, my friend's being attacked. Let me weigh in here and do that. I mean, if, if anything can uh, be like that, it, it, it's, uh, think about the whole uh, uh, headphone review thing. Between, oh my uh, gosh, Marco! Wire cutter and Marco oh, a few weeks ago, and it's that, like, how? Where did that come from? Why did? It I mean, why did it go that route? Like, what happened? Like, seriously, you, I, I mean, I I didn't even think to comment on on it. I I just read it and moved along. Right. Could you elaborate on that? <laughs> go ahead, CT. <laughs> oh, I, I thought he was talking to uh, to you. Well, I, I, either of you, you both know. So yeah. It's uh, you're not familiar with what happened then. No, or, uh, no, no, he's not. Okay, uh, Marco Arment, creator, uh, you know, tied in very much to the Apple community, creator of uh, Instapaper, uh, Instapaper, and then the, what do we the got? Magazine. It's, uh, 
which uh, moved over and now his uh, podcast app. Right, which, Overcast. Uh, yeah. Uh, and and of course, you know, very prominent uh, tech podcast for a while on on Five by Five and other stuff. They were building uh, allies. He went through, you know, uh, I guess on his own personal blog, just went through a lot of reviews of headphones. So complex, you know, kind of autophile. Uh, uh, expensive stuff. Type of stuff, expensive. I don't know if he went down and, and judged things the way that uh, the wire cutter does by category, or, or he was mainly sticking to things that are in sort of a two to $300 range. I didn't, you know, I don't care about the headphones to that level so on any of the sites i don't read that kind of stuff but you know it it came out and uh i guess some of his comments for it uh both in the article and on twitter were talking about the way that he reviews that differs from another prominent site uh, certainly within the apple community called the wire cutter which is uh it's supposed to be a more Apple-like approach to reviewing things. You get a, a number of people who review particular products. They keep your options fairly low. They give you a constantly updated thing. Uh, here's the best headphone in the hundred in your headphone around a hundred dollars. Here's the the next best best network wear toaster. Whatever it moves to, they yeah, <laughs> they yeah. cut co- they yeah. cover a lot of stuff. Yeah. But headphones are, you know, a very geek thing, and, uh, and audiophiles <laughs> take it very, very seriously for something that it, that is indeed that subjective. Yeah. But apparently, it came out with sort of the review process of things, and and I guess for Marco's approach, it was more, uh, what is it? I guess I re- review things or, or talk things very differently from them. Yeah, basically that that he basically he he actually like his his opinion mattered more than theirs. Yeah, that's certainly the way that it was getting interpreted. Right, um, but the thing about it is that sometimes the way he speaks, it comes across that way because he doesn't he he he's he comes he's a slight uh, not arrogant um he's cocky uh, is is that the right word um uh, you could use forthright for there you go uh unguarded maybe yeah <laughs> so but, but people were offended that's what, what comes down that's to. that's kind of what it came to and and people were you know very because he alluded to the process the review process itself not just the way they uh, uh the particular reviews but talking about how one reviews headphones people who do that you know and make a living off of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, a bit defensive yeah. about certain comments. And then, of course, since it moved Twitter very quickly, it became very emotional and then very religious. back and forth. And uh, that, that that is probably the first time anyone has accused any member of the Apple community of being religious. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm too mm. religious. <laughs> I, I've never heard that. <laughs> So it it did eventually get diffused, but it went in weird directions. Really weird. And that yeah. that's fairly common. Really fast on, her, on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not like you don't get this in every other aspect of life between sports teams and politics and opinions on uh, economics, but 
because of the nature of Twitter, you seem to get it in smaller and uh, smaller communities within tech where everyone picks sort of their their particular players. This uh, uh, th- this podcast player is way better than another. This Twitter client yeah. <laughs> is superior so to other stuff. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, what I think is funny. What I think is funny is that like uh, manufacturers of technology, they are more than just manufacturers. They're actually a culture now. A culture, a li- way of li- a way of life, basically. <laughs> yeah, and even personalities, online personalities. You know, like it's almost like they're cult leaders, so to speak. Yeah, it's very strange. Yeah. Yeah. Odd. All right, cool. Uh, so let's talk about uh, anything else you guys want to say about the iPhone six plus before we go on to um, to Apple Pay and what that might mean for for us, uh, you know, us uh, US and and later on for the rest of the world. Anything you want to say do, about Apple Plus? Oh, uh, good. I do have a question for you. Okay. What do you think about the reachability thing in the iPhone? Because I'm. <laughs> You know exactly why I'm asking you this question, right? Because um, I, because I, I thought it was dumb on your phone, right? Yep. I thought it was really dumb on your phone. I'll have no, to wait. see what it's like on the on the <laughs> iPhone uh, Plus, and it's on both, right? This reachability thing is on both iPhone Plus and iPhone Six, right? I, I believe so. Yeah. Now, the the version that you have on your phone <laughs> is that the same, or is that the one where it? shrinks to the side <laughs> both horizontal and vertical down it, to, it uh, shrinks okay. so i do have to say the way apple did it is a bit more uh aesthetically pleasing Ty, Ty, let me tie please let me just cut you off there okay <laughs> what the way samsung did it was dumb i'm sorry yeah th- th- <laughs> <laughs> i'll i'll give one thing to that method though you activate it once and you sit in it the entire time. Mm, that's true. Whereas pulling down the top, if you have to do it a lot, you're moving your thumb down to double uh, tap on the icon, you pull down the top, you click once, everything shifts back up, or you shift it back up, because now you want to read the whole screen, but then you have to reach up again, and you do it again. So you're you're doing a lot of activating in that. Well, Johnny, uh, I've, Johnny I've said, would say, hey, you need to stop being so still. Exercise. There you go. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> you're, you're reaching it wrong. <laughs> you're reaching it wrong. There you go. <laughs> uh so I don't I don't think either method is particularly optimal. Uh I think Apple's method is probably uh a, a bit better for the occasional tap. But I mean for me, doing the same action but a double press to activate fast app switching, I use that all the time. It saves a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Uh I have seen in my, you know, interacting with people through work <laughs> uh zero people. They don't know that is there, right? <laughs> it's not intuitive, it's not really pronounced, it's not something that I guess they consider it because it's easy. You press the button once, it goes back to the screen, and then you just scroll over and find the application. Oh my gosh, like an animal. No way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> so while it's there, I think that it will be a not particularly embraced feature. It'll, it'll be embraced to the same degree that fast app switching is, which is to say, I don't think a whole heck of a lot. Hmm. 
Yeah. Well, the uh, the fact that it's double tapping instead of double clicking, uh, that bothers me a little bit because um, my fingers aren't. I mean, I'm I'm not that. Uh, I'm, you know, like I I you're not, I, you're not that sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Then then they can put in a third command that's tap press. And, I, uh, oh. and press tap. Let's go that. Ah, that's that's oh. too subtle. It's way too subtle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, how do you uh, how do you, uh, in, draw, how do you draw a circle? <laughs> draw a circle. <laughs> how do you invoke the uh, the uh, that that feature on your phone, Kai? <laughs> Say what? How do you get that feature on your? What do you do on your phone to do it? Uh, there's a, a button. No, there's not a button. You have to do a gesture and then turn around and then and swipe out. Swipe what? Swipe in and swipe out. How does that? What do you mean? Swipe in and swipe out. So it's oh, swipe left the, or right? No. So f- say uh, from the right side, right? Mm-hmm. So you swipe in from the screen and swipe back. Oh, out. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Oh, so you basically and you then, swipe in and you swipe past the edge and back into the edge or something, right? Yeah. Exactly. I got gotcha. you. And then that's also, I assume, to let it know which direction to move because you're essentially telling it where your thumb is. Yeah. On the left exactly. Or on the right. Exactly. I just like I remember seeing it on your phone, and I thought this is this looks really bad. It looked like it looked like I don't know. It looked like looking at a Windows like CE, you know, computer <laughs> like screen. It just it didn't look right. Something was not right about it. <laughs> so it does. It is definitely not aesthetically pleasing, but it's the kind of thing that I could still see me preferring to do if it's in a situation where, you know, I'm there and I'm going to be working on the phone for a while Mm -hmm. in one hand, uh, because then I have full reach the whole time. I figure rather than both of them, though, even on the 4.7, my hands are big enough. I'm just going to get used to shifting it and rocking it in my hand a bit more when I have to hit the top of the screen. Mm. Okay. I figure I can pull it off, but uh, I don't know yet. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. In, yeah. In, in the complaints about the iPhone 6, I'll actually say one of the things that I'm hoping for that you can weigh in on whether you predict this would ever actually happen. Next year, when they come out with the lines and they have their 6S and their 6S Plus. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I'm hoping that they may actually find there are enough people who want to maintain the 4-inch design that they add a third SKU, that they Mm. bring back the 4-inch screen for it. The 5S would continue to be a lower-priced phone, but they have a third size rather than saying, okay, now iPhones are minimum 4.7-inch screen. So you mean basically we have... So right now we're at A8. So we'll have A9 phones, right? With three ski, uh, uh, three versions. That that's my hope. Okay. I don't place large bets on it, but I'm curious if anyone thinks that they would possibly. I don't know if it could be considered backpedaling for it. Uh, I assume if the market speaks to them enough and they get enough people saying, sticking with the five S. I'm not sure that they would move, but yeah, either not upgrading and we'll ride it, or when they upgrade, they just get a, you know, they buy the lower-priced 5S to to maintain that. Will they 
then bring in, okay, we have to keep going, but also have a four inch. Oh, I version. see. I see. Like, maybe mm-hmm. they'll go 4.25. 4.25. They'll go back to I don't think they're going to do it. And I don't think it's going to be popular for uh, consumers to get it. So you think and, the four is dead? I mean, I I I, I well, hear people like the four, but you're saying the four is dead. Yeah, I know, I know. A lot of people like the four, and they wish the four would still be around. But the thing is, look at what Apple is doing now, right? The Plus have has more features than the six. So what will the four inch have? Mm. Even less features, or equal? You're to, not the, well, the six the six is pretty much feature wise uh, almost a linear uh, evolution of what the 5 was sort of 5s was like the resolution is uh, the, the pixel the pixel per pixel count is the same right on the 6 and the 5s the pp uh, um, i think so the, i'm not too sure on that it might be yeah uh, i think it is the ppi right it's, it's 326 which i believe is indeed the uh the 5s and the 6 right Hmm. Yeah, I yeah, I would say they wouldn't do it again. I think four and a half, four points. What is it? Four point seven? Yeah, four point seven yeah. and five point five. Is it? Um, I mean, it would be cool if they kept the 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 C line. <laughs> yeah, they might do that though. A four inch C line. That would be kind of cool. Well, uh, well uh, yeah, that was the other option. Is uh, obviously whatever way it, it wouldn't necessarily be the uh, their flagship phone, but they may not leave you know everything for them dead in the water. Mm, it true. could be upgraded, same as sort of uh, the iPad uh, iPod Touch. That's a good it's, point. It's so hard to it's so hard to say iPod these days because <laughs> no one talks <laughs> yeah. about them. Right, right. Uh, so they could potentially take, you know, sort of the last generation hardware, which usually ended up going in the touch. It's possible that they could keep the four inch in the position of the cheaper phone, but not lock the specs uh, to what they are now, yeah. but potentially bump it so that it is still below their flagship level, right. but better than the 5S. But better than the 5S. Yeah. Interesting. Dick, what do you think? Uh, I, I'm 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 just gonna stick with the latest nugget of news. So, but what do you think, Apple? You think Apple would possibly go back to having a four like? No, no, up- I don't know if they would go back, and and maybe they'll go back and not to the exact four though, and and do the little right, right, no, but basically, oh, you mean make it bigger, like uh, make it four point two five, like you said? Yeah, okay, slightly. Yeah, because I do think the four looks and feels so small to me. I would, I wouldn't buy it, but if it, if, it, if the market speaks on it, I guess, and, and it's demanding it, and I guess they'll do it. Hmm. See, for me, I'm, I'm using a, a 4S. I'm at a 3.5, so everything is, feels bigger for me. <laughs> <laughs> Tosh, what do you think? Um, <clears throat> I don't think they're going to go back to the 4 inch. Mm-hmm. Because I made a big, big point. Uh, in the presentation that the 5S is going to support all the new technology that they're coming out with, you know, like the Apple Pay and connectivity with the Apple Watch. Mm. So Not I think that with, that, with that, with that, they're kind of saying, like, if you still want the 4-inch, you can stick to the 5S. Otherwise, just follow us to the bigger sizes. Mm. Um, on the other hand, I think it's kind of, 
it kind of clashes with their statement about the Apple Watch that not one size fits all. Because mm. um, with the Apple Watch, they're actually coming out with a smaller size. Yeah. And for me, I think the 4-inch size is the preferred size for uh, female consumers. For women, okay. Yeah, so uh, I, I think they're going to lose out on that. Really? You think so? No? They might. I, I see a lot of women here in the United States have big phones. Yeah. I don't know how it is in, you know, in Amsterdam, but here, like, I mean, I see no, I mean, a lot of my girlfriends have notes. Yeah, um, women do seem to like bigger phones. Yeah, well, that, yeah, you got a point there. I mean, my, my girlfriend, she has the smallest hands that I know, and she has a, a one, a HTC one. So. Oh, she does? Yeah. That, wow. That is a big phone. Yeah, so maybe that. What is, what's, nice. what, what is the HTC one? A four, five point what? Five point one. Five point one. Okay. Yeah. Oh wait, no five. The Galaxy S five is five point one. Okay. I I was doing a little bit of size and volume comparisons and weight just so uh, you know if we went in the direction of talking about that kind of stuff, how how much could they? still sacrifice to get more battery <laughs> how does it compare yeah. to uh like the random experience uh-huh. the, the, the battery six- life on the, the 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 battery life on the HTC one is not that great though is it uh tosh um well it's about the same as the iphone i think but you have the iphone 5s right yeah still okay. well yeah the way that i use it my battery life's not that good oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay and hers as well she I think she uh, lasts about a day with her. Uh, with her, okay. I see one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Um. So I um. And so any anything else uh, about, about the camera system? About uh, you know, about the face? Uh, uh, the the focus mm-hmm. focus pixels is what they call. What's up with Apple and the names that they come up with? Focus <laughs> pixel. Yeah, <it laughs> seemed kind of far fetched. I mean, wow. That's so uh, you know, and and then they have the, the 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 secure enclave is called what secure element, the secure chip. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like what? Okay, it, it's it's weird. They, they they come up with some really weird names. Yeah, gotta, gotta brand everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is, is there is there a way of saying we got it covered? You know, like uh, yeah. I mean, who you, else you might have you? concerns about the safety of Apple Pay. Well, we got a secure element for that. <laughs> 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 At, at least it does allow you to talk about it in a more just sort of straightforward manner. Even if people don't know what's going on with it, you're not explaining it like you're talking about explaining the technology each time you're using their brand name for it. If you're curious, you can look at it for the specifics, but you're basically getting a way to talk about everything in a more fluid uh, way, especially for people who aren't interested right. in uh, everything. In everything else, yeah, yeah. I mean, think about uh, uh, other than uh, you know Samsung throwing S in front of things <laughs> like their pens. How, how many others of them go about talking about any of the internals, whether it's a chip or a that, portion that of true. their firmware? Very true. A good point. All right, let's go into uh, let's go into this this um, Apple Pay. What, what uh, I mean, the two phones support Apple Pay, or does the 5S also support Apple Pay? No, the, the the two phones it has to have NSC, right? 
Yeah, it has to have NFC and uh, dedicated secure element chip. <laughs> uh, which is which is is the secure element part of the M8 or that's something completely different? It's, it's somewhere um, else. It's somewhere else, if I'm correct. In an undisclosed location. In an undisclosed location. <laughs> no, they actually showed it on uh, on the live stream where it's actually situated. But it's like a totally siloed chip for all the bank uh, information. So does this like have? That. Is this part of the same chip that is that has to do with, with the uh, with the the, uh, the touch ID? Uh, or this is something. This is it's, another one on top of that. Uh, I'm not too sure on that. CD? Uh, I'm not sure if it's separate or not, but it, it's certainly serving the same sort of purpose right. as the uh, the thing there. But of course, Apple Pay works on that other device we haven't brought up yet, <laughs> right? Which does <laughs> not have Touch ID, so they're not intricately linked. There are there are obviously multiple ways to go about it. It's not necessarily, you know, this chip is required. There's portions of the firmware. There's uh, however they're going about it. Like connected to your body. There's more than one way to connect to the device. Okay. There's more than one way to authenticate the transaction. Okay. Yeah. I know, I know the answer to that, but we can get into that when we talk about the Apple Watch. So, so Apple Apple Pay is going to be available for us right away in the United States, the United States not right away, but in October, uh, right in the United States. When is it coming to Europe, uh, Tosh and Tai? I think that's pretty question. far off. Is it? I mean, touchless payment is is just starting here. It's yeah. well, it's just starting in, here in for in us. Well. How, are you, how, yeah. how are they doing it over there? Um. Well. Uh, the, where the, where you swipe your card normally, you have uh, like an extra panel on the side where you can tap your card to make your payment. Yeah, your credit. Well, we use bank cards mostly here. Not credit cards, not so much. Um, but yeah, it's like a NFC thing, um, and I think Apple Pay will be pretty much the same. Um, yeah, sort of system. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not yet embraced that much here. Okay. Yeah. So. But you guys are, you guys stores. are far more secure than we are because you have the, the chip and pin. We don't have that yet. Yep. So it's not as it's, urgent for you guys to, to find it, a better solution. When, when is it, uh, it's mandated by, what's it, 2018 20, or yeah. something ridiculous? Yeah. Uh, but of course then the rollout's like, well, you have to keep supporting the old tech so that, all of that is together, and but now also chip and pin, so it's going to keep uh, splitting the lanes apart yeah. even more. It'll uh, be like Easy Pass and uh, Toll and NFC and Toll. And <laughs> wait, 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 is there an NFC Toll? The, uh, I'm, I'm just oh. talking about it like a, oh, okay. a like a toll booth. Oh, I'm I just, see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Considering it in the same sort of way, we're just splitting up all of the different, the different ways, ways that yeah. people have particular technology and the ways that the stores have to roll them out. Do you think that, uh, CT, do you think that a lot of the uh, vendors are going to adopt this uh, Apple's way of... Uh, uh... I think it will definitely be problematic if the large box stores are not joining in or rather are creating a competing method mm. 
So if Walmart and Target and Best Buy and other things, they, they're refusing to go and support Apple Pay, but they're supporting their own competing standard. Mm-hmm. Well, then we have, you know, the same kind of situation as we have with cell technology, where it's just really annoying. Yeah. How do these things right. connect? How do they do it? I'm, a little bit disappointed in the way that Apple is trying to roll this out, that it's surprisingly larger rollout than I thought they would have going in. But, I mean, McDonald's is kind of a weird one to show off. You, you, Whole Foods is the kind of thing that fits the Apple image, yes. but it's like really yeah. quickly buy unhealthy burgers and get fat. Yeah, yeah. in terms uh, of brand synergy, is not the best move for me. Yeah. Yeah. What what I was kind of, well, not really predicting, because what the heck do I know about all of it, but what seemed like it would be a better move for me would be because all of the registers are uh, going to have power running to them, the phones will always have power on them, so you have the ability to support a number of communication standards. Mm-hmm. Uh, NFC seems to be, I think, more secure. I'm not sure if it's in the method of transfer or if it's mainly in the very low uh, ability to communicate, the range of communication, so it's harder for people to intercept anything or interfere with it. But you have, you know, Bluetooth flow energy and its equivalent, which I thought would probably supplant NFC. NFC itself, yeah. because Bluetooth is everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. Mm. Uh, and seems like a larger supported standard, and there's nothing stopping them from using, you know, either ad hoc Wi Fi in, in the same manner that AirDrop uses to talk to things, mm. and whatever that other device will talk to the iPhone with. Uh, but but <laughs> NFC, NFC is more passive, right? It can be passive. You can have completely unpowered NFC, right. but that's for things like if you're going to build RFIDs and things into product labels right. and up stuff, they don't have to be powered. They, I'm not sure how everything works, works with that. Yeah. Yeah. But the point is your phone, if you're using it, will yeah, have, power. have power. Yeah, they both have power. You're right. right. So there would be a difference if you needed to use your phone to swipe over groceries in a grocery store and figure something out with it but this is a payment method and a register end so if you're reinforcing the register communication both ends will be powered and you don't have to worry about you know the passive portion of it true true uh and in this case of course apple with extensibility with allowing apps to make touch id calls and other things like that it means that, you know, if you, most of the places will have an app that you can get for your phone anyway. So mm-hmm. if you have a store app, sort of like getting a store, uh, uh, you know, preferred shopper's Shopping card, card, which yeah. people have a lot of that stuff anyway, if you have your app and it's tied to your account and everything else, as long as there's a way for the store to talk to your phone, talk to the app, make a call through it. It can use all of the communication. It can use Touch ID as the manner of uh, confirming your transaction. So that part Mm -hmm. will be secure. Where is there an advantage to what what seems like Apple Pay's being 
just a bit more seamless to apps being able to communicate through what they're opening up in iOS 8 anyway, make the calls. It can drop an interactive notification. They can use Touch ID. It can, they can talk through all of the elements anyway. Mm. So maybe it will look different at each store as opposed to having a, a, the same UI from uh, the iPhone doing it. But what, what's to stop the stores from doing their own no, stuff anyway? Yeah, yeah. And I think it would have made more sense for Apple to not be uh, not be NFC alone, but have a variety of options that could be channeled through, especially with Passbook in it as well, a way for it all to kind of merge seamlessly in the background Mm -hmm. and give more options for stores to pursue. They can build an API that allows it to get in. There is the security concern, but I don't know enough about that to know whether or not you would run into problems between the way the register has to communicate uh, using Bluetooth and uh, NFC. Can your can details be farmed? Can you walk past someone in the store and get an intercept transaction? Yeah, that, that is something definitely. I mean, maybe they did consider it. Well, I mean, they, they, they definitely did consider it. Go ahead, uh, Ty. Sorry. They kind of consider it uh, in the way they explain it. Like, um, if you make a purchase, it's going to hand off uh, a, temporary number. Ran- a temporary number, which is going to verify your payment. And say somebody has all the info, they can't reuse that. Right, because sure. it's a one-time it's use valuable. number. Exactly. Sure, but what I mean is, would any of that become impossible if you were using an ad hoc Wi-Fi uh, connection like AirDrop to initiate the communication or Bluetooth LE to initiate the communication? Yeah. Mm. Does NFC have its own communication other than range? And of course... You know, it's close enough. People can still be carrying things that try to intercept if they know your phone is in your pocket, in your purse, mm-hmm. wherever. If you can, if there is a vulnerability, it's a bit harder to get within range of your active uh, NFC on the phone. But can they intercept and do something just as well? But there's so many, there's so many things that they have to connect to be able to use that information once they do get it, though. That that's what I assume yeah. is that there's a lot more going on in the background than simply initiating the connection, mm-hmm. and uh, I assume a lot of that is stores being officially registered with Apple, so that the device knows an authentic, you know, encrypted, uh, authentic uh, registered store transaction versus someone just saying, "Hi, I'm a person. Let me." pop up a window for you to give me $500. And if you tap it accidentally, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. we we don't know enough yet. And I assume that there's a heck of a lot going on in the background, right? Right. But the secure element doesn't necessarily, isn't necessarily required. And a lot of this seems like it is managed by the firmware anyway. Mm. So the question is what the connection method means one way or the other. Right. Yeah, so what you guys need to do is over there, uh, go get a Big Mac. <laughs> See how it works. <laughs> is there a vegetarian Big Mac? 
Uh, uh, do they have Burger King so. as well? They, they do have vegetarian things, but I, I don't believe they made a vegetarian <laughs> version of the <laughs> Uh, Burger King got a veggie burger. What do they? Yeah, yeah. I, I I haven't had any of those places in years. Um, okay, so what? There was one more thing at this event, <laughs> which was oh, yeah. Pretty, I, 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 I don't know on the pay though. Is anybody recall. else following suit with uh, a similar? Like, is is Google Wallet trying to do the same thing? Well, Google uh, Wallet. I, go I think Google Wallet has already had. A bunch. Uh, it's been out, and there have been phones that support it with NFC communication. Oh. So things have existed, but they haven't had distraction. The, isn't there? Uh, right, right. Distraction isn't there, and, I, and I'll give Apple this much. If anything is going to push it along, they are going to. Yeah. Right. And I think they should so. actually uh, combine forces. I know that they're not friends anymore. It benefits them <laughs> both, though. If it becomes a, the norm, it benefits them both. If it becomes the norm. Uh, and well, I think they should join forces to do that if they want it to be successful. That's part of what I'm wondering about the NFC they implemented, because we have a lot, a lot of things that uh, they they announced the 220,000 registers. Were were they referring to that as that will be the combined total of all of these uh, places? You know, the announced uh, partnerships they have. I think that that's what I, that's what I took it as. Now. We have a lot of NFC and things. Uh, gas stations mm-hmm. end up with that a lot. They have their fast pass things. Yeah. Uh, quick check and other places have it. So part of my concern is can the NFC technology they implemented talk with those registers mm-hmm. when they reach a partnership or would it still have to change everything? Good question. Yeah, because they're, they're not cheap, right? It's like what uh, $400 point, per point of sale things are are not cheap in the slightest. Right. Yeah, but, uh, good, and also it has a tie in with your backend, right? With your POS system. Yeah. Yeah. You have, you have to build up the backend and of course we've had so many uh uh, security problems, you know, Target got all of their credit card data transactions, you know, 30 million of them stolen. That's where the the secure element or the, the randomized numbers that Apple's doing, that's where that implementation is very good. And I haven't seen that otherwise, because that means that even if someone goes in and steals database information or they're farming from things for months at a time and pull down millions of records, your records are not at risk because it doesn't resemble you yeah, in any way. Right, right. You are it's you all, are an anonymous it's ran- transaction. Yeah, it's randomized. Yeah. Now that that'll mean they have to update their back end. Right. And that will probably mean that uh you know if ExxonMobil has their things or Quick Check has their things, they would also have to do a substantial back end upgrade. Which will be like, okay, we have NFC, we have this thing here, but to support this other NFC, we have to buy all new registers, and we have to go through a software upgrade. Yeah, yeah, and, and, pro- and probably for bigger companies, that would be less of an issue, but for smaller retailers, smaller companies, this probably well, wouldn't be that compelling. That That's where I think, you know, if there's a potential conflict between them, that's where I think if you get Walmart and Target and Best Buy and uh, and other very large 
retailers, whether it goes Costco or, or BJ's or Sam's Club, the warehouse stores, you know, would be fine as well. If they implement their own system that you can't use NFC on, then, you know, you're, you're again having competing standards fighting each other. If they're not compatible with each other, how does it go about it? Right. And it seems like, uh, with the way iOS 8 is opening up, they'll be able to manage it so that the app you, the Walmart app you install on your phone, which you've linked with your account, knows when you're in what store you can, and will talk with their NFC system in some fashion, however they implement that, mm-hmm. and it'll, it can pop up a notification for you anyway. They can just do it differently. Right, right. And maybe they don't have the randomized transactions built into that. Maybe, maybe they would, uh, in their own fashion. Yeah. But then it's because we don't have it seriously rolled out and we've had failed efforts and other stuff. I don't think this will push things in everything is going in Apple's direction. I think it will push it in, well, NFC is getting a good visibility push, and maybe that will help new efforts, but that doesn't mean that it'll tie into the same system. Right, right. Yeah, well, we'll have to sit back and watch to see how this unfolds. Um, it it will take many years. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I definitely yeah. agree. Hey, one, more, one more point. Um... I think the, tr- the the transition to Europe um, might be easier than you would expect because of the new regulations that have been instated um, that kind of standardize standardizes uh, bank transactions, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that that's pretty much the same for every country that has the euro, or it's going to be okay. the same for every country that has the euro. So yeah, so. So, so you guys, if once it becomes available to you, you guys, this will probably be implemented faster than us. I, I think so. I don't know if, if if there's more involved than just that, but yeah, um, I think so. Okay. Alright, cool. So let's talk about this one more thing. <laughs> that was quite interesting. Yeah. Uh, I didn't expect the Walmart thing. I, I, did I didn't expect, expect him to say about it. the Apple Watch, but actually saying it, it was like. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. Well, he, he he brought it up halfway through the uh, live stream, and it's like one more thing is usually you know the the kicker at the end, mm-hmm. and now it was oh here's the other half of our uh, of our event. Oh uh, yeah, I mean they rushed they rushed basically through everything else, and then they got to this point, you know. And uh, yeah. I mean I I don't know about you guys, but I I got a little choked up when I heard him say it. <laughs> Um, I got a little excited. Yeah, I, I do have to. I, I got some warm fuzzies. Yeah, yeah. Th- this is kind of what makes this keynote an event instead of just a presentation. You know, it's like yeah, th- it has it has it has an arc to it. Yeah, <laughs> and and uh, sorry, and, and we no, go ahead. Go I ahead. mean, we basically we had we basically. I mean, I felt I I like I felt Steve Jobs watching over. I mean, yeah, I was just asking it if that had been used at all in any context uh, since the last time that Steve did. No, I don't think so. No. It was the first time. Yeah. And it has been th- th- it's been three years. Uh, yeah. It was- yep. Yeah. Well, it, certainly if you're going to pull it out, now's the time. Yeah. For 
So this Apple Watch, they had two models, the 30, what is it, 38 and the 42 millimeter, was it? Yeah, that's right. Mm, there are six models. No, right? but what size is those? I don't know. Yeah, size. Each, yeah. each size has three models, like, uh, you know, the, 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 what, the regular, the sport, and Apple the Apple Watch, Elite? sport, and edition. Uh, so I said again, the Apple no, no, no. Watch, the sport, and the edition. Yeah, okay. Apple yeah. Watch edition. Okay. Which watch I edition. guess is where yeah. they're getting more of their, uh, I believe the edition is for all of the, the different, you know, Metal uh, alloy types and and colors, right? Wait, is, is that the, the Apple Watch? No, no, no. no isn't the the regular watch the one the alloy and the edition is like gold? No, if I'm if I'm correct, uh, the Apple Watch, so the low tier, yeah. is like uh, anodized, no, normal al- aluminum. And the Sport has a certain type of mix, which makes it lighter, right? Right, still strong, and and, and I think- the edition has the 18 karat gold stuff and things like that. Oh, okay. Okay. So it, it's, it's only for the blingy. So which one is yeah. the one that's not shiny? That's the one I want. That's the sport. Uh, the sport is the light, uh, gray one. Okay. Which one? But there's a, there's a version that's like a slate color, which, which can you get? I mean, how I, I, it's I confusing. That's the too. Apple Watch. That's the Apple Watch. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, well, okay. whichever one is not shiny is the one I want. <laughs> Probably the Apple Watch. That, that's why I was getting thrown off. The the edition isn't just gold, it's also rose gold. And I was uh, mentally factoring that in as, as a different just color of the regular alloy. Not not that it's mm. also 18 karat Oh, actually, gold, I'm looking here. I'm looking here at the, the page. The, the sport one has the space gray aluminum. Yeah, exactly. That's the one. So that's the one I want, the space the space gray. And an Ion X glass display. Which is not sapphire, though. I don't understand why they didn't just put sapphire on there. It's sapphire. No, Ion X is not sapphire. No, but uh, it's probably like, there's sapphire on top of it. Oh, on top of it? Yeah. Because one of them is not sapphire. Well, that that one sounds like it's it's using the same kind of hardened glass type that, uh, that the iPhones are using. The iPhone oh no, 6 no, no. Is using. Yeah, it's using the iPhone six is using the ion strength. Yeah, and and, and, and the same Apple thing. Apple watches are using the same. No, but one of them is the, not the actually. Sport. The sport is not. Uh, oh really? Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but they they yeah. Couldn't, couldn't they ion strength the sapphire? What's that's, going on? That's here? what I'm wondering here. <laughs> get, get your horologist on this. <laughs> your your metallurgist. Uh, so I am uh, t- uh, Tosh. Interested in getting one of these? Um, I'm I'm kind of on the fence because I, I I do like that they are going a different direction than uh, all the other wearables in the sense that they have the crown. Mm-hmm. Instead of having all the functionality just be touch based, yeah. Um, but I, I'd have to see how how that actually works. So um, I'm I'm not yet convinced okay. entirely, but I I do like the design. Uh-huh. Um, uh, for me, a wearable has to be round. I'm I'm not go- quite going back on that, but for a squarish watch, I do think it's very classy and very well. Well designed, and and you of course are gonna get the rose gold when you get it. Hell no. 
you say it has to be round, but this is uh, classic Apple round wrecked. Is that close enough? It's yeah, it's close enough. <laughs> it's miles better than uh, the Gear S. Yeah, oh my that. gosh. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ty, go ahead. What what say you about this? Uh, are you getting one? Um. Well, it's not going to work with any phone. Well, you're getting an iPhone. iPhone. We already established that. So are you getting one of these? Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm a little on the fence as well. Okay. Uh, mainly because of the implementation of the crown kind of seems weird to me. So I really have to play with it to really see, like, does it really work for me? Mm-hmm. It seems odd, but... It makes sense, though. It, it makes sense to it, me, it, too. In a couple of ways, it makes sense, yes, but in another way, it's like the crown is never supposed to be a thing you play with, right? But the thing is that remember, this is like the the like on the iPod, you know, this is just moving uh, that click wheel, yeah, 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 the scroll wheel, wheel. yeah, move the click wheel from the from front where it doesn't belong because this is all glass in the front to the side. Yeah, I know, but it, it just seems a little weird for me. I really have to use it to say, like, ah, this makes total sense for me, so I'm totally sold on it. Or, like, this just seems weird, but I'm just going to use my finger. Mm. And also, when I saw the announcement and they showed, like, the first screen of, like, all the apps, I was like, what? It's a beautiful mess, man. That's what you call that, a beautiful mess. (laughs) Yeah. A, it looked like more like a mind map to me. Than a, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The <than> menu. <laughs> and in that regard, I'm like, mm, oh, am I really gonna do this much on a smartwatch? Because basically, you could just view your pictures. You can interact with a bunch of apps. Mm-hmm. And to me, it feels more like it's a small version of an iPod, basically. Mm-hmm. And it might work. It might not work, but it sounds, I think it's. Inter- it sounds like you're selling yourself on it as you're you're continuing. I'm trying to sell myself on it, but it. Eh, I don't know. Okay. And a couple of notifications. I totally do not like the way they look. But that's okay. And uh, and Dick. None. Not not interested. Huh? Are you sleeping? No. <laughs> I was, was, was reading. I read a text that I got because uh, my boss was calling me and I was texting him back. Oh, okay. I said, I said I'll be off and I'll, I'll hit him back soon. Oh, okay. So this Apple Watch, uh, interested in it? Uh, if you're, you know, you're going to get the iPhone. So are you interested in, in this uh, this uh, extension of no, iOS? Probably not. No? I'm not. I mean, you know, again, I'm not big on the wearables. Oh, yeah, I, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to jump on it. Right. Um, and I seriously, I, the design is not that great to me. No? No. Okay, so I, I like the round ones. Oh, okay. So if it was round, you would be all over it. Not all over it, but I'd be more, more inclined to get it. Right. And that goes for any wearable. Okay. But yeah, if I go and get an iPhone and I want to get a wearable, it would have to. It would yeah, then it'd be that. Okay. A round iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> no, it might. It might be that the <laughs> i What they call them? iWatch. Yeah. Uh, well, Apple Watch. Yeah, so see, why didn't they go with iWatch? Well, let's talk about that in a second. What about you, CT? Uh, this thing is this something that uh, calls out your name? Well, it calls out 
to my geek lust in uh, in an almost unparalleled fashion, but it's tempered by an awful lot. Mm-hmm. So I'm not I'm not seeing it being a thing that I will uh, uh, jump on top of as an early adopter. Okay, I think it's got a lot more to go, but I figure you're going to go through that bit by bit. But the, uh, to me, one of the, you know, biggest things about it is there's still a lot of unanswered questions that I have to wait for anyway to, to see. But, uh, one of my primary worries is that starting at 349, <laughs> because yeah. what does that mean? Yeah. Does that mean that the, as no frills of the 38, millimeter one is 350 but 42 actually starts at 400 i think that is uh, uh, does, that, that would is be the milanese loop going to be an extra 50 to 100 dollars <laughs> to get that so. but, but listen if 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 the, the different sizes cost a different different prices that's sexist <laughs> well <laughs> it's actually uh, sizes but there uh, you go the thing is that because a woman's watch shouldn't cost cheaper than a man's watch. If I mean, less. I mean, th- th- you know, I mean, men are going to buy the smaller sizes as well. They have smaller wrists. But let's just say that it's a woman's watch. It shouldn't be cheaper because it's smaller. Well, you can and probably for the sports watch, you're going to get the smaller. The sp- yeah, well, mm. does the casing on the sport watch mean that the sport watch starts thirty dollars more? Uh, obviously, the addition will be at whatever premium they feel like. Doing well, that for, but uh, actually, I heard that the edition is gonna be around twelve hundred. That's what. Well, that's what, the thing about it is that Apple is go. not. See, Apple is is basically Apple basically did uh, they they threw a grenade. They just dropped the one price, and they, everybody's mind is exploding with what possible what could be possible <laughs> at that price. Right. So I, I need to know the options before I can make a decision on anything like that. Okay. I also need to actually wear it well before I decide. If I want to, but for some reasons, because I was happy to ditch wearing a watch as a habit, <laughs> I didn't wear a watch because I liked wearing a watch. I wore a watch because I needed to know when the time right. was right. as a utility factor all, all the time. But everyone at this point has moved that, you know, to, it went steadily through beepers. <laughs> you could pull out your PDA. Uh, but at this point, everyone is a phone. So. You're talking about, do I need to know the time importantly enough that when I'm out and around, because when people are situated, they'll normally have their phone on, you know, the table next to them mm. or something. So it's not easier to look at your wrist than it is to just have the phone right there. Mm. So when I'm out walking around, do how much is it worth for me to glance at my wrist as opposed to pulling the phone out of my pocket? And at this point, I think people are so used to pulling a phone out of their pocket that the appeal of not doing that but instead turning your wrist towards your eyes yeah but ct so if you have a 5.5 inch phone in your tight jeans you it's hard to pull it out <laughs> well no matter what i'm not moving to the 5.5 <laughs> so that, next year whatever their smallest one is uh i can do that for for me it's actually more about the you know, I'll have to upgrade the hardware because I can't sit on the 5S perpetually. Mm. But the moment that I move, uh, one of the problems is the muscle memory that I've built up from two thumb typing mm. for the past six years on my phone. 
is going to get messed up. Yeah. <laughs> It'll get more messed up if I move to the 5.5 than the other one. Right. So I figure that that'll be least painless. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Also, who knows? Mm-hmm. At that point, they may have the the better camera too. On the uh, you mean the the, the on the uh, on the six? Right. Well, the cameras are exactly the same. It's just the OIS, which is right. which which in a lot of ways is not that important, uh, because it's a it it's. It's still got the software yeah. version. It just won't have the hardware. Right. Yeah. I'm I'm not often biking down the street taking a video <laughs> footage of someone biking next to me. So <laughs> so, uh, so that won't matter that much. <laughs> Probably yeah. not. Okay, cool. So um, for me, um, I think that I went back and forth. The first time I saw it, I was like, "Oh wow, that looks good." And then I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's fat." You know, the the the, the looking at it from the side profile, and then. The more I see it, the more I think about having this along with a 5.5 inch phone because it's going to be stuck in my tight pockets. Kind of makes sense, but I probably will pass on this. I have one. I have one thing to add. Yes, they they're coming out with a Mickey Mouse watch face. <laughs> uh, yeah. Didn't didn't they Are have they? that on the? Uh, the I don't know. That'll pull you over to the to the other side. <laughs> they had it on the on the 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 the, 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 the nano. Nano, yeah. You know, th- this is exact. I had a, a Mickey. A, a Dick, you remember this? I had a Mickey Mouse watch. Yeah, it looked. I mean, it, it was exactly like this. This face. It does. It does. Right. Ma- memories. Yes. Um. So, um. Ty, let's let's sort of look at uh, some of the stuff on this on this watch. Um. Well, by the way, mm. the, we had uh, Tosh. You had the ghost. What what time do you have? How much time do we have, Tosh? Um, I still have about forty minutes. Okay, so I'm good. We're 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 probably close to an hour, huh? Two hours, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah! Wow. This is going to be lots, extra lots long. To cover. <laughs> it's going to be longer than the keynote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're at, we're at basically an hour forty right now. All right. So let's let's kind of anything that, uh, that sticks out for for you guys. Ty, go ahead. That sticks out for the for you with the watch. Anything that sticks out to you that uh, that is, you know, n- not personally, but just looking at it as as what they came out with. You know, what took them for d- d- all these years to to implement to to design. I mean. What do you say? Uh, comparing it against all of the other wearables that were out there, did it? Did it? You know. Um. Well, in terms of if you're gonna compare it to say Android Wear, um, Apple is going a, a different direction in some ways. In some ways, they go in the same directions with notifications and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. And the interesting things for me. On the Apple Watch, I would, I just want to say uh, iWatch, really. But Apple Watch, keep saying that. Um, is you can um, you can call and text uh people right on, on your Apple Watch. But wait, wait, you can call says, people on it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. And oh, the interesting part, I thought is like you can do like sort of drawings to one another and and, uh, and uh, send your harvey to a person yeah that's sweet and that that was kind of interesting because it's a different way of uh communicating with uh people right yeah and Did- which makes it kind of interesting 
to see what they're going to do with Pat if they actually buy it. But I digress. Didn't they just rip off Yo with that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, what what happens when Yo makes an app? Oh my gosh. It's just going (laughs) to fill the whole screen up with a whole bunch of tiny Yo's every time you send one Yo. (laughs) Yeah. That might be it, yeah. And also the interesting part, of course, is you can actually use it to make payments. You can use Apple Pay with it. Right. Which is very interesting. Right. But, but, but you can only use it if it's attached to you, right? It, 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 if once you release it from your hand, you can't make a payment with it anymore on, until you, you put it back on and then you authenticate again with Touch ID. Yeah, exactly. That's how it works indeed. Okay. Which is a good thing that they do that. Yeah. I, I was actually wondering if they would, uh, <laughs> I don't know how sensitive the, uh, the heartbeat, you know, the, uh, biometrics uh-huh. are on it but it, if it's sensitive enough that it could tell that it's attached to you as opposed to attached to someone else then that could uh, be their so. own version yeah. of <laughs> <laughs> i think hard rates are too dynamic too yeah that uh, that seems uh <laughs> mm. well there is some technology that can do that somewhat but it's it's still in its infancy so they're not going to do that from now mm. it's not as unique as fingerprint no, definitely not. Interesting. Um, Tosh, anything that uh, sticks out to you? Um, well, two things. Um, what I get from the way they present the watch is that they're um, coming at it from a philosophical design perspective rather than uh, than functionality, like like Android Wear is, you know. Mm. Um, like, what, what do you they mean? Really, oh, they, well, they really emphasize you know, connecting with people in a new oh, okay. in a new way, and also tying it into your health, mm-hmm. um, that sort of thing. Uh, but in practical terms, what I find it most interesting, uh, besides Apple Pay, is um, navigation. Mm-hmm. I use navigation a lot when I'm on the bicycle, and sure, it, it, I figured out a way to actually have my phone out and check out the navigation while I'm riding my bike, but it would be ideal if it could just glance at my watch Good to point. see if I'm going the right direction. Good point. It, it, but but for that uh, for that it would really have to work. It would have to be a full fully realized navigation uh, app. Right? Yeah. Well I mean as long as it tells you left or right coming up, wouldn't that be enough? Uh yeah. Yeah definitely. And it but, could vibrate uh, yeah it too. could vibrate. Go yeah. turn left. Yeah that wouldn't have, yeah I wouldn't even have to look. Yeah. Yeah, that would be perfect. Yeah. And by the time you get there, your battery's dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, battery's definitely one of those unknown. Yes. Very much. Yeah, with GPS. Yes. Well, it it's not doing any GPS. No, but it's connected to your your phone, it's, which means it's always yeah. oh yeah transmitting and and receiving, which means right. the radios have to be fired up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dick, anything pro, uh, uh, stands out to you uh, with the with this thing? This uh, Apple. Watch. I just expected something cleaner looking from mm. Apple. You know, it's it, it. I think you mentioned a a wearable that looked like an iPhone <laughs> on the wrist. Well, this one looks like a a small iPad on a, on a wrist. <laughs> yeah, <almost. laughs> yeah the, the Samsung one looked like the Samsung one we spoke about last time looks yeah. like an iPhone on the wrist. Yeah, and, and the button, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Should, should I, I'm, I'm surprised nobody said anything about the button. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's interesting yeah. as well. Wait, what about the button? It, uh, it's, it's exactly it's, like that. 
why there? <laughs> why not? Why not like a regular watch where it's in the center, or, and, and it's just because it, it's huge, it's like it's like a pimple. <laughs> I don't know. Mm, but, mm. Oh, you mean the crown? Yeah, yeah, the crown. Oh, the crown, because, yeah. yeah. But because why is it there? Have, why is it, what, what? Because you have the crown and you also have an extra button to quickly access your contacts. Yeah, but why Why not have it centered? At the, they could They could be put on opposite sides yeah. as, as opposed to offset on one side. Right. If it was in the center, it would actually look better when a left-handed person flipped it around to wear yeah. an opposite hand. Now in this with this way, if a person flips around to put it on the opposite hand, it's gonna be at the bottom for them instead of at the top. I think the center well, makes sense. I I at least uh, certainly appreciate that they're being more considered. They built in the left-handed mode right. into the UI. The bands are completely reversible, mm-hmm. so you know nothing is locked in place. You can you can do what you want. So yeah, it's it's really just crown on top versus crown on bottom. bottom. Yeah. yeah. No, but if they had, if, like Dick said, if they had gone for the middle, it would have, it wouldn't even matter which side you were on. It, right. It's the same. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure uh, somebody was just dead set on it, and they're like, "That's how it's gonna be." It's Johnny Ive. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Okay. And, and anything else, Dick? Uh, no. Nah. Uh, also, it, it seems uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I try to some cleaner from him. Yeah. Really, yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Mm. What about you, uh, CT? Uh, well, there are a number of things that I can go through. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the first is that it, for as much focus that they keep doing on making the iPhone, iPhones thinner and thinner and thinner that I don't want them to do, mm-hmm. this is a bit pudgy. Mm-hmm. Yes. it It's weirdly thick for an Apple device. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that the weight is okay and it will probably wear well, although the fact that uh, the the bottom of the watch is a little bit uh, convex, mm-hmm. I assume that's probably so that the, the optic sensors can get a... Well, the con- it doesn't have to be convex for the contact. It's magnetic. It can be flat. It can be- How many watches have that as a... Uh, no, no, contact to your skin, I mean. Yeah. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so yes, I, I assume that's in service of making a tighter connection for the optical sensors. Right. But I don't know whether or not you know does that change the watch feel when you have one on all day? Because mm. your whole point is you want to. It's not a special occasion one, which as much as they're aiming at the style and fashion standpoint. You know that this is supposed to be your daily driver, right? So, would that? I don't see it affecting uh, fit all that much, and it's probably something you can get used to. Mm-hmm. But it is a little bulbous. It seems a little odd. Yeah, it, it looks odd, certainly. Yeah. along with how thick the the thing is. Just knowing that it's an Apple device, and I'm like, how how much did you pack in there? And uh, why were you not trying to make it as thin as you normally do? Gen 2, perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> now, I haven't seen enough of the UI to really know. It It does look a bit busy, but I figure that for the most part, you're not going to, you're not going to be calling apps on your phone as much as they will, uh, sorry, on your watch, as much as they will be called by activity that's going on. 
either that you trigger with a button or with uh, with the crown or that's coming from your phone. Mm-hmm. So it it is uh it's at least gives you enough so that you can have dozens of apps on there and have a way to get through them that is conceivable because you're not going to have a uh you know a searchable you're not going to be able to spotlight exactly <laughs> yeah on the watch though it would be interesting if spotlight on your phone would could function the app on your watch yeah that would that would actually be so, really cool and I, I assume that they will be doing a lot of the whole thing about continuity between your iPhone and your Mac. They're obviously going to have a lot of it between the phone. Right. Uh, I do like the digital crown. I'm neutral on the positioning. It doesn't matter so much for me. But then again, I'm, I'm a righty, so I would rather it be a little bit higher up anyway. You're a rightist. Is that what you're saying? Yes, I'm definitely a, a rightist. <laughs> uh <laughs> It seems to be a good way to get a lot of things done in, you know, the scant amount of screen space that you have for it. Mm -hmm. The UI seems well thought out, and obviously this is, you know, version one, so they'll have a lot of updates to do. And once you put it in the hands of a lot of people, there will be more things that will become, you know, uh, not, not irrelevant, but will become noticeable as how they end up using it, have to use it. And obviously they'll be spending a lot of time on the UI. Uh, <laughs> the, the price unknowns, of course, are still there. Yeah. One of my bigger, not concerns for me, because I have an iPhone and I'm not planning on leaving the platform. I'm, I'm kind of wedded to it at this point. So unless they drop the ball for a few years in a row, it's unlikely that I'm going to uh, move my phone to another platform, at least. Uh, but the amount that it has to lean on your phone to do any manner of communication, it looks like, because I, I assume it it has wireless there, but it's in service of talking to your phone. Yes. It's not like it can talk to a router or do anything. It it is not internet aware unless your phone is close. Well, it actually, if if you're on the same network, you can control your Apple TV. Well, the Apple TV has Bluetooth as well, so maybe that's how it's doing Apple it, right? Apple TV has Bluetooth. Right. So it's a question of right. Can you have your watch on and be at the other side of the house where you docked your phone, and will it be able to communicate through it, or is it a proximity thing? So that's another. You know, question we don't have fully answered mm-hmm, yet mm-hmm. as to how it has to communicate. So part of this, of course, they're they're pushing fashion almost first and foremost, at least as you know the uh, original presentation, and obviously from the price level. Yes, they're appealing to a certain person. If I'm going to compare it to anything, it's like the initial iPod reveal which was to a certain audience and it's an expensive piece of equipment and it remained, you know, at an expensive price point and the iPod didn't really pick up until, you know, seriously until the mini mini. came out and then people could enter and say, Oh, you know, I can get plenty of songs. I don't need to keep my whole connection uh, collection here and it's lighter and it's more portable but primarily, I forget what the main watch for. Right, different options. Obviously, the the Apple Watch has no problem with uh, 
well, maybe with colors, because you have to go <laughs> to get them. You have to get, you have to go to gold. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but uh, band types and and other stuff, they they have no problem with options for this. But uh, but they do have a a fairly steep entry point. Yes. Yes. Uh, now compared to what I've seen from Android, where they certainly spent a lot more time both in hardware design and software design. And I think as far as functionality goes, you'll get a lot more out of the Apple Watch as well. But obviously, provided you are an owner of an iPhone, iPhone. Exactly. I'm not seeing this extend to other platforms, certainly for quite some time. But there is the question, a la the iPod, which was Firewire and Mac only for a while. A, USB. Uh, a la iTunes, which didn't have a Windows version for a while. If they want this to be a mass market thing to sell on the scale of iPods, what do they have to do? Will it sell at this price? I don't think it'll sell at that scale. No, I don't think so. Uh, And I think by being unable to communicate with other devices, that may hold it back as well. So how... How does the adoption go, and how much do they gain for the overall lifespan of this? But then again, if they're writing it, they have tens of millions of things that it can connect to. They're they're not at much of it. I mean, they're not, Apple is not the minority anymore, Correct. right? So they, in they, they 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 may not be everything, but they certainly have plenty to work from. Right, but. The with the price point and the other stuff that that still is going to uh, affect a lot of people who might like it. So I think it it's going to take uh, a few years to ramp up itself. Yes, I agree. Now, what one of my other concerns though, it's it's really being pushed as uh you know what what was the comment that uh, Cook had that the sensors were set to explode. Um. I don't remember. Something like that. I, th- I think that's what, when he started up, he started talking about sensors uh-huh. and that it's kind of an untapped industry and they're set to explode. Oh. You've seen that from, uh, the, the Fitbits and the Jawbone ups and, and the other stuff. They're pushing that. But do we know what the i what the, keep calling it the iWatch, what the <laughs> Apple Watch can do? Obviously, it's an optical heart rate right. monitor. What can it do through that that the iPhone cannot? Mm. Is it just the optical heart rate monitor right now? It has a barometer in it, but so do the iPhone sixes. Wait, the this waiter. It has a barometer. It has actually. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, it, no, uh, I believe you can also um, measure uh, what's it called oxygen. You can. I well, believe that, so. That's yeah, what I heard. I'm not sure if it's true. Is what you can get from oh. that. I'm sure a lot of it is just coming from the fidelity of how well they can look at your skin and look at, you know, like vein coloring and heart rate and other stuff. I, I assume it comes so from approximation that. then. And how, and how they can convert the data into something usable for the consumer. Mm. That's, that's also something right, I'm uh, curious about. And the, they'll probably do a very good job. From what I saw from it, it looked good, but you're still kind of appealing to a type of person that, that already has options and in, in some ways has 
better options because what does the uh, what do, what do those activity monitors that you can actually wear while you're sleeping? Mm. Whereas the Apple Watch, you're really not going to wear when you're sleeping. Yeah, you have to charge I it. Think the battery will take it. So when you're asleep, it's mounted. Yeah. Uh, so it'll it will be able to measure you know your your heart rate and and closer biometrics but how many people are concerned with that as opposed to well my iphone already does uh step counts and barometric pressure and altitude it has a billion sensors and and people are going to use that also it's always network aware and that's what's giving me my gps from it so how much extra do you get from the phone to compel you to buy that uh, oh, watch. from the watch yeah. to compel you to buy that kind of watch that you couldn't get from a, a simpler thing, a hundred dollar or less uh, activity, activity monitor, monitor yeah. that will give you that extra communication and still talk to you still get the same amount of other data from your phone and it will talk to your phone through the app in the same sort of way. It won't be built into Apple's health kit necessarily, or it'll look different than the apps they're coming up with. Maybe. Right. Right. Uh, but I guess if health kit is an API, then then yeah, you could hook into whoever it. else yeah. is doing can, can hook into that right. at the same point. <clears throat> so for right now, are you the, the health and a, the health angle and the activity monitoring is a big push, but you're actually losing a bit of sensor data from the inability to wear it comfortably okay. overnight yeah. and have to charge it. And how much extra are you getting on top of the iPhone, which you have to have? Which, you. Yeah. Which, which is unfortunate because if you want to go running, you have to have your iPhone with you, a wearable you you would hope that you could leave the iPhone at home and then go running. You, you don't necessarily have to have it. Well, yeah. I guess with the GPS you do, but uh, it can still track a lot. Yeah, it has I, eight gigabytes of memory, so yeah, it could store that stuff, and then you have to connect and back. And then mm. connect later. But I think for most people, when they go running, they're not as concerned with the phone isn't really there to be their activity monitor necessarily. It's there because what happens if you fall down and injure yourself yeah. while you're out running? What happens if you need to get, you know, if you're on the road for an hour, but you need to have a call come in? I think the tendency for people to run with an activity monitor, but without their phone is fairly low. Mm. So again, you're trying to position the Apple Watch as these are the, it's really important that you get this extra information on top of what your phone can do built in, on top of what it could do with a simple activity monitor. Uh, and uh, I'm not sure that they have made that case. Right, right. At, at least not with round one. Right. Round one, I think, is more about make, having it be beautiful and very aesthetically pleasing be fashionable, set the higher-end Apple product expectation that they have. I mean, look at the Mac Pro. It's not like they designed that one <laughs> without uh, aesthetic appeal in mind, and it's uh, very unique, and people will value it for that. It's a trash and, can, CT. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Uh, but I don't think the functionality case has been made here. So at the very least, even if my price concerns aren't there, I'm, I'm probably inclined to wait for what they come up with their first refresh of it. Yeah. Is the software time to develop? It gives them the ability to integrate more sensors with it. Maybe fingers crossed. One of my hopes for it was that they would launch with something similar to the Kindle Whisper Sync. Oh. You would not have online connectivity necessarily, but it would be there and built into the price that there would be some manner of data connection mm. that could pass important things. And perhaps Maybe uh, perhaps an emergency call. Talking. Uh, well, yeah, that would, that would be good too, certainly. If, even if you can't call people and chat with them for an hour while you're out running, if it gives you the ability to call 911. Yeah, like a help me, I've fallen button. Panic <laughs> 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 yeah, button. Yes. So, uh, that, I think that probably went through most of, you know, what, it, what I'm thinking about yeah, from it yeah. right now. But it has Wi-Fi in it, right? Right, but it has Wi-Fi to, I think, uh, to interact with your phone, though, doesn't it? Or probably in the manner of AirDrop. AirDrop, yeah. So probably to do the same, like to do so some sort of. Uh, I'm I'm assuming it's doing ad hoc Wi-Fi only. Right. They certainly didn't show it joining a network and uh, talking outside of the network on its own. Uh, it is questionable whether or not. Can it broad, you know, talk with the, with the wireless router and that talk with the phone so that as mm. long as everyone's in range, you can talk to each other through the Wi-Fi. Right. Oh, okay. And that'll, of course, as long as you have entire house range with it, then, then that's a, a better thing. If you, if you don't have to keep your phone within 10 feet of it, mm -hmm. but can have it anywhere in the house, then that would be useful and it, and it would let you, not worry so much about the phone uh, and have the watch around and know that you're in communication. So you don't have to keep it in your pocket. You don't have to make sure, oh, I'm moving to the other room. Let me grab my phone or my iPad and bring it along with me over here now so that when someone texts me. Yeah. For me, that's pretty tricky. Um, I, I, I would want the, the watch to be reliable in terms of notifications. Um, say, say that you would have it on in a meeting. Mm -hmm. But you still want to have, want to be able to, to look at your texts or your emails. Right. But your phone happens to be in your office and you can't get, get to your notifications. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah. That would be a problem. So that yet, yet more of the as of yet unanswered questions. Right. Yeah. Mm. So I, I do like, I do like the fact that the, the notifications are discrete. Yeah. yeah. You know, that they, they're only, uh, noticeable right. to you. Mm. And uh, right, and it does have. Uh, do any of the Android Wear ones have uh, vibration sensors in their tactics? <laughs> um, I believe they. Another new Apple branded uh, <laughs> term for what we've had. <laughs> I believe uh, most of them do have like uh, the haptic uh, motor in it. But is it like where it's all? All <laughs> I don't know. can't even I can't <laughs> even talk about this. It's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, it's just weird. Like, tactic. Well, they were. <laughs> well, they were. They were showing off. Uh, I guess not being just a simple rotational one that yeah. can only create one type of vibration, but 
may be able to walk it and give you a bit of directionality to it so you can feel a vibration move from left to left right or right to right right yeah. left. I don't mm-hmm. know how well, how sensitive it is and how much it can... Uh, I think your body will eventually get used to it, though. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Okay, cool. Um, all right. And so this was basically the uh, the Apple event. Yeah. (laughs) In its entirety. entirety. Oh, no, you you missed the the end thing where Apple just pushed uh, malware to to all of our uh, Uh, machines. Listen, we. (laughs) I I downloaded it, though. Yeah. Listen, there was a fight on on basically Twitter about this. So I don't know if we should call it malware so that I, you know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, it's, it's not malicious. I know it's uh, whether you do, call whether you call it or not. But I guess or they're bloatware or bloatware. Yeah. There we go. That, that's the the one that they're trying to compare yeah. it to. So, uh, what? Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of. I think it's where people complaining about getting free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was picking. I was. I was picking. I was making fun of it, and and then and then all of a sudden it's like. It became an actual. Yeah, it became a thing. It's like, okay, never mind. Uh, the internet. Let me show you. There are a lot of people who hate you too, but. Yeah, but Twitter, Twitter is not good about making jokes. You can't make jokes on Twitter. There's actually, there's one thing that I'll give it that for me, I've had to go around, um, on my iPhone over the years with iTunes, I collected all of those little free songs that they would have, mm. you know, song of the week and other stuff. And at some point, like, I don't listen to these things. Get the hell out of my user interface. <laughs> and I think the only option you can do is say, you know, ignore cloud oh. uh, data. So you can turn off the ability for the music app to talk to the cloud and show you the songs that there. you have on your thing. But of course, what I want to do is say, you know what? Hide this. You can hide them individually in iTunes on your computer, but you cannot not on your iOS uh, device. Hide them, right? So it's kind of an all or nothing thing. And I'm like, can can I just delete this from my account, or can I, at an account level, hide it permanently unless I go back into the user phase and do it? Is that possible? Because I don't think so hmm. right now. I, I am possibly wrong in that. Oh, you should, you know, what you should I do. You should, within you, you should start them all with one star and say only play two stars. <laughs> <and up."> <laughs> <laughs> so, so therefore, the basic thing is, if someone doesn't want an extra distracting album, maybe they hate you too. But you know, they they have a, an allergic reaction to Bono. I don't, <laughs> I don't really know. But the, you know, it will show up in their interface whether they like it or not, as long as they have the cloud thing open. Yeah. So true. It's not nice to, without asking one, cause them UI clutter, but it's an exceedingly minor amount of it. So that that's sort of long and short. And what I would say is, hey, Apple, let me delete things from my account or put them in an archive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't want these things. You know, how many uh, for for those of you with kids and going through the purchasing kid media on iTunes mm. thing. Uh, at what point when, you know, they're off in college, do you want to still see SpongeBob SquarePants and, and everything else in your media display because CG. it's in your cloud you own it? Always. Oh, oh my bad. SpongeBob, come on. <laughs> <laughs> 
but it seems like the kind of thing that you should be able to get out to to uncover. Yeah, yeah, I agree. iTunes has needed some work for a while, oh, yeah. and uh, I guess they're uh, when is that happening? That's coming slowly. I don't know. Yeah. Next but, month, maybe. next month. Hmm. Well, I hope so. I hope so. I wonder when they're gonna release next month. Though. But the the, the cloud yeah. backend management. Needs help as yes, well. it does. Yes, it does. There, there are certain things. That, one of my recent uh, annoyances was uh, having a long conversation through text with someone through messages. But you know, we've passed pictures and video back and forth and done a whole bunch of stuff. That chat with the person is probably one to one and a half gigabytes in size. Wow. But the only thing I can do is delete the it entirely. At least on through iOS is I can delete the chat and it'll clear out all of the data and we'll start again. But I would rather not clear a year and a half, two years, five years of chatting with a person. Right. And the text takes up no room. It's just the media. The media yeah. So you're getting a lot of weird build up. That, that's part of the reason I always go for the largest things is I like not having to pay attention a lot. I like being able to store a lot. But when it comes right down to it, there are all manner of ways in which data builds up on your devices and can that's, build that's, up in the cloud. Let's just be that, honest. You 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 store a lot of well gifs or gifs. I don't know which <laughs> way you guys say it, but uh, on your phone, it's jives. Jive, I I erred towards the uh, side of whoever created the format and how they chose. So that to, is gifs, uh, then. Is it? Isn't that what he said? Who said that? Al Gore? Yeah, I historically called it uh, just no. He he invented the internet. Yeah, but... <laughs> everything that went along with it. Okay. <laughs> so you you must have invented. Is he still on Apple's board? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so that bastard's probably had an Apple Watch for months, months now. Please, months. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> right, cool. Oh no, you got to beat that out, Clay. What? He said, he said the B word. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with it. Uh, according to the to Miriam Webster, it's both GIF and GIF. Is it? Both are acceptable. Oh, yeah. Yes, both are acceptable, wow. and it's mainly funny to have. If there's anything that's more of a nerd war than would the Enterprise or a Star Destroyer win in a fight, it's how to pronounce GIF. It's 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 only <laughs> it's GIF. The, 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 I, I, Just a GIF. Yeah. <laughs> Is, that's the way I've always yes. said. It. Actually, they, they should make a campaign like "Juicy Geeks Juice Gif Gif." <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, Gif makes more sense to me because it stands for Graphics Interchange Format. It's not Giraffics Interchange Format. Okay. I'm, I'm always gonna say Gif. <laughs> All right. Obviously, you have another podcast to arrange where everyone uh, has a gift versus gift. Oh, <laughs> Bonus episode only for uh, paid subscribers. Yeah. Important, important issue. Important. <laughs> and we're gonna uh, do it all in in, in gift. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow, that would be great. I'm not sure how you do a podcast. Yeah, I'm not so sure how we do that either. It, it would have to be a vlog, yeah. but it would be it would have or no a vlog. Sound. Vlog. It'll be a, it'll be a vlog, a, a GIF log. <laughs> All right. But a what, Tumblr. What, don't you mean a vlog? <laughs> okay. All right. Let, let's let's abandon this topic. Yes. Thank you. <laughs>
All right, so I can go on. Uh, yeah. All right. So, any any final thoughts about uh, you know? D- d- let's wrap it up. Any final thoughts, uh, 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 Dick? Any final thoughts? Uh, now I'm glad you guys filled me in because you know I didn't that that thing the announcement happened when and, uh, it was a nine nine but what on time? Tuesday. Oh, uh, at uh, one Eastern, so that was twelve your time. And how long did it take? Two hours. Two hours. Almost as long as this podcast. <laughs> like people, people have jobs, right? Yes. That's the reason I, I, I didn't, I didn't see it because I, I was working. But they, a lot of people, I'm, I'm assuming, have, have just were, were able to find a way to see it. Yes. Right? Yeah. Can you, if, if you have an Apple device, you can look at the entire thing. Right. Whenever. Yeah, but I do have, a, I do have an Apple device though. I have an iPod Touch. I could have watched. Yes, it. you could have. And 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 of course, Ty is angry because he had to. Do stuff and it didn't work. Sticky fingers. I was actually working on site at a client's where they were not in, so I could have watched it, but the stream was so messed up that I gave up. Yeah, early. you were better I, off I, that way. I I could let it run in the background if it was solid, but if it was it was going to keep fighting it, like I was fighting the WWDC one yeah. before that. Uh, then I'm like, yeah, I, I can't do that. I can leave it on in the background if it'll stay. But yeah, that was that was a mess. Yeah, I, I was watching Twit Live, uh, and so I, I was watching both the stream on the Apple TV and Twit Live. So when mine went down, theirs was up, and when theirs went down, mine was up. So yeah, I certainly couldn't do a live blog and pay attention to that, yeah. other than looking at the occasional picture. But I wanted to get you know the actual keynote right. experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. true. Same here. Stream or nothing. So when I got home after a, a full day of doing other stuff, but thankfully the stream was up and stable. Yeah, yeah. Ty, Ty, you were saying something, Ty? You were going to be angry just now? <laughs> yeah, I just find it annoying that you have to have an Apple device to watch the stream. It's the only way Steve Jobs would have wanted to be. Yeah, and it's still broke. <clears throat> Don't Sorry. talk about that <laughs> like that. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm joking. It's a joke. I'm talking about, <laughs> no. my, my brother first tried to watch it on a uh, Chromebook. It didn't work. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it didn't work. And I'm like, you, you realize if you could successfully do that, the universe would implode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think he was uh, watching Gruber's feed. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. All right, cool. Um, so, uh, uh, Tosh, any final thoughts? Um, well, I think as uh, as far as keynotes go, this is probably the best one I've seen this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very well structured, and I, I think it actually was a good thing that it just jumped to the new technology and just left all the numbers and things mm-hmm. uh, by the wayside. Let's save it for October. What, what? He might save it for October. Uh, again, he might save the numbers for the October event. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I think the Apple Watch is, is very is very interesting development, and I'm very curious to see what it's going to do. Mm-hmm. And also Apple Pay, I'm very curious about. And yeah, the iPhone seems seems good to me. I'm uh, I'm hoping to check it out soon. Yeah, me too. Yeah. When I walk in to go buy one next week. Right. There you go. <laughs> 5.5. Yeah. 
Uh, any final thoughts, uh, uh, CT? Uh, well, it was definitely a uh, great event, and I think they presented things very well. I think uh, Tim Cook is getting much more used to uh, emceeing. Mm-hmm. And other than a, a, I found the the bit at the end between him. Oh and my the, gosh. We we, that, we don't talk, we don't talk about that city. That was awkward. That we was don't. Very that that does, it didn't happen, guys. We do not talk about that. Zen master team. So, <laughs> so that that bit was a a little bit weird. But when they you know when they were doing the stuff that they were uh, obviously had practiced a lot more and and gone through and it was definitely a uh, solid presentation. They have some compelling stuff up there. If I'm disappointed, it's that none of them are things that, even though they inspire, you know, my usual tech lust in me, I'm in the, uh, I'm not in the downswing of my iPhone upgrade. Mm -hmm. The Apple Watch isn't compelling enough. I know I'm waiting at least a year to see what happens to almost everything that they talked at this convention. What will happen with Apple Pay in that amount of time? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Will they? Do, what will change with the next upgrade of the uh, of the iPhones? What will the next Apple Watch look like? Because I can't, I can't see this one. Mm-hmm. Even the, even when I know everything about it, huh. short of getting it as a present for uh, from people, which may well happen simply because people never know what to get me. Well, I'll send you my <laughs> I'll send you my address. I don't mind if you send oh, me one. Okay. I don't mind if you send Ex- me one. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> I will happily uh, accept it and and use it at that point. No, well, I mean, you sent me one. I don't mind that. Oh, <laughs> uh, that that is that seems less likely. <laughs> I will send you the one that gets gifted to me for an equal amount in in the money dollar currency. <laughs> yes. We we will just be extremely inefficient about yes. it. So plus. The uh, the the obvious last thing that the Apple Watch needs is uh, if it doesn't launch with a uh, Crunchyroll app, then uh, I don't I don't see how I can support it. <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah, what? <laughs> any? I think it's that, about that time. Yes. yes. Any anything uh, anything uh, uh, that you're watching, uh, Tosh? Um. Well, in terms of shows, not that much. Okay, I I, I've been to an interesting event, though. I, it's, it's still has one day left. Um, oh no, no, that was. Oh yeah, yeah. T- tomorrow still. Uh, oh there. Um, it's called the Retro Gaming Ex- Experience. Okay. Um, it's a, it's in Hilversum, and it's basically like an old school arcade with all the games that you remember from your childhood. Oh, and, like, uh, like a pinball focus to it as well. Um, no, no, not pinball machines, but uh, like arcade games, uh, old, old consoles. Like Did you have to go uh, with a roll of quarters? Uh, no, no, you just pay the entry fee. I think it's 10, 10 euros, and you're free to go wherever you like. Oh. How big is so, the... So, uh, so James, if, uh, if you have anything to do tomorrow, mm, uh, tomorrow. go to yeah, go to build a collab in the Okay, cool. You'll, you'll like it. Cool. What are you saying? What are you saying, how, City? Uh, how big is the uh, show floor? How much stuff do they have? Um, it's 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 not that big. It's yeah, two rooms. Mm-hmm. One is more focused on the uh, yeah, actual arcade machines, 
and the other is more focused on the consoles. Um, consoles. Yeah, consoles. Oh. Yeah, but uh, I have a place like that near me. Again, it's more of a strip mall kind of thing, but that is sort of the same thing. It's more retro arcade machines, but they have a bunch of consoles, really? like an oh. NES, a 2600, yes. all the way up through PlayStation 3, 4, Xbox, oh, I uh, 360. Huh? So they have sort of a back room. Well, they, they kind of want to appeal to parties and other oh, stuff. Okay. So if you if you get dozens of kids of a certain age in there, they're not necessarily going to be entertained by, by the, the arcade the box, yeah. machines the whole time. Right. But the console stuff is all very familiar oh. to them. Maybe they'll what's an Intellivision. Right. right. Uh, if they have those setups. Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah, no. yeah, I think I think the most recent console that I saw there was the PS2. Ah. So that's okay, pretty so, recent. So, so it's even retro. Yeah, I see on their website for the retro game experience, they mentioned they have a Magnavox Odyssey there. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure if you want to uh, experience Odyssey games, that, uh, <laughs> that may be your only option. <laughs> or <Right>. eBay. Or oh, eBay. <laughs> Yeah. What what is the website? A retro gaming experience dot com? Um let me check. I Googled it. The, the website's actually Eurocade.eu. Okay. And then you probably have to go through the submenu or two. Yeah. Okay, cool. Anything else? But, uh, no, as as far as shows, um nothing new this week, so Okay. Uh Dick, anything you're watching? I don't think I have time to watch anything at all. No. No. Okay. Nothing. No. Not even. No. Not even kill a kill. No. Not this week. Uh, yeah. I heard your comments about it before. How how many have tried to pick it up, and how far have you gotten on it? I'm, on which I'm, one? I'm, kill a kill. Kill a kill. Oh. I've, I've, you are still on episode what three two? I think I'm on three or four. Okay. Yeah, I'm still on two. because uh, I'm I'm watching Space Brothers right now. Oh well. Okay, <laughs> Space Brothers overrides everything, so you may you may freely keep that. Yeah. Any recommendations, sir? Well, I have a lot, but I figured that would turn into a thing after everyone went through their normal... Uh, I'll, I'll make it simple for me. Watch. I just need your best recommendations. Yeah, give me your top three. Uh, well, I, I remembered, you know, some of your comments uh, were saying that uh, I'm not sure which of you prefer dubbed... That was Ty. That was Ty and uh, Tosh, I think, right? Yeah, no, I, I don't I prefer want, dub. I want a dub one. Mm-hmm. I don't. So I, oh, you don't? I've okay. been, been looking around to see what kind of options. Amusingly, lately, uh, I, I tend to sit around on Crunchyroll because I'm trying to keep up with what's actually coming out mm. shortly after it happens. But there, there's very few dub things available, and it's all, you know, very, very quickly subtitled. Right. And uh, laid out because they post them within hours of when they get broadcast in Japan. Which, uh, if I were to tell my uh, high school aged self that that would happen at some point in the <laughs> future, I would have blown my little little hippie noodle. Uh, <laughs> one of the better options. I don't know who has it, and of course I don't uh, uh, know how it is uh, in Europe at this point. Uh, Hulu has picked up. An awful lot of shows, so they actually... I have, I have access to Hulu, don't ask me how, but... <laughs> <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people make their way in there, so Netflix and Amazon have started picking up stuff, uh, and they end up sharing a lot of titles, but Hulu actually is a, 
at this point, it seems to be the uh, good way to enter it because they have a lot. Uh, they have a large sampling. They have access to a lot of uh, dubbed ones as well as subtitled ones, old shows as well as ones that are you know a week from. So better than Crunchyroll. Uh, well, Crunchyroll. Yeah, they they have a better stockpile, and Crunchyroll has almost no dubs. There are only one or two shows that are dubbed. Okay. One, one of them that I would actually suggest, at least the first two seasons of, is uh, Rudoni Kenshin, which came out, out here at one point as Samurai X. Uh, Crunchyroll actually has that dubbed. Uh, and I think Hardcaptor Sakura. But uh, the, the way that I usually recommend for people is to find out what kind of things they sort of like or are inclined towards. Uh, I mean, if I, if I go with my particular suggestion, Space Brothers tops my all-time really basically anything list. So, not, not anime, not animation in general, uh, but frankly, all shows mm-hmm. <laughs> in all media. Yeah. It's fascinating it to me. It's done extremely well. It is done well, yeah. And I'm not. I mean, I'm. I'm not that. I mean, yeah. How many? Uh, how many episodes was it like? Ninety nine or something? <laughs> there are ninety nine yeah. that are up there. The the manga is still ongoing. And in fact, if you subscribe to Crunchyroll, you can read the, the manga, manga as well. Okay. There, there are simul publishing there. Uh, okay. So what was the what was the one you named before the the uh, the one you say is on Hulu Plus dubbed? What was it called? Uh, Rurani Kenshin. Okay, but well, write it in the show notes. I can put it in, uh, write it in the, what, what you're watching. Yeah. About, yeah. Well, what, what I'm watching ends up being, you know, a handful of weird stuff, <laughs> uh, that I probably wouldn't suggest. Cer- certainly for people looking to, to get into it. There's a lot of stereotypes about it, but I find that with, uh, anime, the, the more you get into mm-hmm. it and the more you're kind of exposed in certain ways, the easier it is to see that there are a lot of elements that you wouldn't expect and that may appeal to you in a in a much different way than your Dragon Ball Zs and your Bleach and, and Naruto, to to name a, a few things mm-hmm. that uh mentioned before. Of course you mentioned uh Sailor Moon <laughs> and they have a new Sailor Moon running now, Sailor Moon Crystal. Mm-hmm. So if if you were looking to pick that up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not really, but <laughs> I, I figured that was probably not going to be there. One of the, uh, I mean, there there are a number of classics and modern classic anime that that makes a good entryway for people. Uh, Cowboy Bebop, you've probably heard yeah. of, and yeah. maybe have you yeah. watched anyway, That's and a, uh, a lot of people really like that. And and Trigun, which uh, hit the uh, the Adult Swim lineup. Uh, one of, on Crunchyroll at least, one of my other favorite shows is one called, uh, Kids on the Slope, which is a genre that's called Slice of Life, which ends up, it's gotten more popular of late, and a lot of people don't actually like going into that. It, it just means that there's not supernaturalism, uh, uh, it's not a big comedic thing, it's not a big fighting thing. Slice of Life just means sort of a, regular drama mm. just in anime form. Yeah. So that one is uh It's like a soap it's like about, a soap opera basically. 
Yeah, no, more no like monsters, that. no Just like Malcolm Mon- in the Middle. Sword. No monsters, yeah. no kung fu, no. Uh, well, they, there's sometimes fan service in them too, but uh, mm. <laughs> there's there's usually not the uh, concentration on it. Mm. Um, if I was going with one that I think you might find interesting, uh, uh Dura which is uh, an interesting thing to uh, both spell and pronounce. D u r a r a r a. Wait, D u r a r a. D u r a r a r a. It's a a nice uh, wide past. You're sort of looking into the underside of uh, one of the. Uh, Tokyo districts and seeing gang activity and high schoolers who are more than you might seem. And uh, that one has a lot more action and supernaturalism mm. in it, but it, it's a bit more interesting rather than the straightforward enemy of the day. I'm going to power up fight scene kind of thing. Mm. So, and it's going to get a, a new season. Uh, it's on Crunchyroll. Soon. It's on Crunchyroll. Yeah. Uh, if I were to name a few things, say on Hulu that are dubbed, I was I was looking at that and, and Netflix for uh, things that are are available and are dubbed. Uh, there's a series called Death Note, which is more of a uh, it's a bit more like Monster. I know that that was mentioned by someone uh, a few yeah, episodes ago. And I was which, about to mention Death Note actually, but uh, go which ahead, is go high on. quality and Death Note is on Hulu dubbed. Uh, and that that follows much in form. It, it's the more vampires? like a no. It's the the supernatural element are gods of death mm. from uh, you know Japanese mythology. Okay. In this case, they are real, and you can use them to kill people. Mm. Uh, and what the, it follows is a particular, extremely intelligent, extremely driven person who is trying to use the power of the Death Note, a book that lets you write the names of people in to have a death god kill them. Mm. He's trying to use that to change the world. Is a is a high fact, is a high school student? It's a high school student. Okay. Uh, There's a lot of high school students doing things. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> They they tend to trend younger for appealing to people. So middle school and high school age characters are much more common than anything else because that tends to be who's watching the show, you know, most often and, and buying the stuff out there. As with gaming, it's skewed a lot older as time goes on. Mm-hmm. But uh, so Death Note is great over there. There's a triple X holic XXX H O L I C. I'm watching it's, that one. Ah, okay. So that one is there, and I, I believe that one is dubbed on Hulu as well. Uh, that you can go back to the my icon in Skype is a character from a series called Rama One Half. There are a lot of things I would recommend, but they don't always age as well. So if you're looking for you know kind of a rom-com romp from the 80s, I can give you suggestions. Mm. <laughs> but that that doesn't tend to get people into it as a hobby. Right, right. Uh, I would almost more suggest that you you take a few things that you really like and you try to 
follow, say, the director of the series around. Okay. Uh, so, for instance, with Cowboy Bebop, uh, there's a uh, particular director, and he was involved in the series I mentioned before called uh, Kids on the Slope. Uh, also, the, I believe the main story runner for uh, uh, what what's currently running there, the uh, Space Dandy, mm-hmm. which has been mentioned a lot on on there. So you can grab things, and uh, Wikipedia is great for doing this, is find things that you've liked or have been interested in and see who the creative staff was in it. Okay. Who's the director? What did they do before? What did they do later? Uh, did they have a particular writer or showrunner? What did they do before? And you sort of follow it around, and I think that helps widen the appreciation. You're, you're like- more likely to recognize and be in tune with the way that the uh, show is presented. And if you follow it back from the aughts to the 90s and even to the 80s, you can flesh out an appreciation for older things that if you're going in blind, you may be like, (laughs) (laughs) which which sort of happens with normal television. Right. I have a problem going back to 80s shows and looking at the camera quality. Yeah, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Things like that. Like, yeah. I'm not as interested in MacGyver as I was <laughs> when I was 12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shocking. Makes sense. Oh, cool. Hey, guys, yeah. uh, my time is okay, up. Okay, cool, cool. So, yeah, uh, so let's, uh, I guess, let's, uh, Dick, you have a few here to check out. Uh, hmm? I said, you have a few of these shows to check out, so I guess we can, oh, yeah, we can yeah, wrap yeah. it up. Uh, Appreciate yeah. it. Anytime. Cool. I'm willing to, uh, I mean, Anything on show or off, if you're interested in... Uh, yeah, just follow... I, I'm interested in promoting Yeah, just make sure to follow... Since Tosh has to go, Tosh, tell us your uh, your online stuff, and then then uh, we'll, we'll wrap up with everybody else. Yeah, sure. Um, you can find me on Twitter, at Tosh Polak. That's T-O-S-H-P-O-L-A-K. Also, my website, www.toshiro. P-O-L-A-K dot com. You can find me there. Cool. Um, great episode, guys. And the running thing? Uh, the, 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 um, oh, yeah. Um, in a week, uh, in a week's time, uh, Sunday the 21st of September, I'm doing a 10-mile run for a charity called Habitat for Humanity. Um, it's a great charity. builds houses for um, homeless people in slums and uh, areas that have been struck by natural disasters. Um, so if you want to help me support them, um, the link is go the show to my notes. personal page and the, the link will be in the show notes. Um, uh, well, cool. Thanks a lot. Yep. That's 400. And, uh, yeah, 400 yeah. here. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, so Ooh, cool. that's all Dutch. All right. Um, and, uh, uh, um, uh, Dick. <laughs> I'm, I'm at Dick underscore. Daily. Um, I should stop putting my blog on here until I put a new post up, but dailybeast.com. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Okay. Ty? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, TY09. <laughs> and your blog. Still in the works, man. So, where can I find you? Uh, th- me at CW Daily on the Twitters. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. CT, thanks for coming on. Anytime. Yeah, the, he, he didn't put his hand No, I'm gonna, oh, yeah. I'm gonna ask him right now. Uh, oh. Just. Yeah, 
I got no blog, no uh, no anything, so you can just uh, find me on Twitter at the same link that you uh, put in your show notes last week. Uh, <laughs> got a lot of tweets. C-T-H-E-L-L-I-S. Cool. And uh, no- nothing else you want to, you know, uh, promote? Anything I, else that you... I got nothing to... Uh, I got nothing going on. Nothing. That's cool. <laughs> I appreciate you coming on and watch, hanging out with watch us. Watch Space Brothers. Was that, uh, watch Space Brothers. There you go. Watch, watch Space, Space Brothers. Brothers. That, that's what I want to promote. But I, I think that, uh, you know, got mentioned before yes. once or twice. Yes. So. There's, there isn't a dub, <laughs> before, before we go, there isn't a dub version of this, right? Not oh, yet. Okay. In fact, I'm a little annoyed at the studio. They, they've been sitting on the license for like 18 months, two years at this that point. Long? They haven't announced any intention to release it. Wow. So since they normally will put together a uh, dub crew as well and go through the whole series, which at this point is 99 episodes that can delay things. But it also means that there's just not, not even a subtitled version of a DVD or a Blu-ray oh, available. Yikes. So it's only through, uh, Crunchyroll. only through Crunchyroll. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Well, thanks again for coming on with us. And, uh, you know, f- sure. you can come and check us out at cybercast.com. That's uh, our website. The, the Twitter account for cybercast is twitter.com slash C-Y-B-R-C-A-S-T. We don't believe in the E. Um, and <laughs> I was going to ask, does, doesn't that mess up uh, your Google SEO? It does it? I don't know. Because we're the only. Actually, maybe it improves. Maybe. It. Who knows? <laughs> maybe. And, uh, and I, w- I would appreciate any listeners, you know, you can go to iTunes, give us a review. If it's a five star, of course, if it's anything less, just, I mean, you know, <laughs> just tweet it at me and I'll do something to improve it. Okay, everybody. Next time. All right. Good show. Yep. See you next time. Ciao. Thanks for having me. Return to your regularly scheduled programming. <laughs>